Hey, everybody. As I walked from the car to the studio here, I had on my Gooder sunglasses. I took off the proper beams, put on the sunnies. These things started about 25 bucks. They're 100% polarized. They got fun, dumb names like the Back Nine Blackout, Flamingos on a Booze Cruise, Donkey Goggles. Great for running, cycling, working out, golfing. I've used them driving in the car. I use them as I walk. I, I love these things. I love my gooders. They don't slip on my nose. Every other sunglass slips on my nose. Not the gooders. They stay right in place the way they're supposed to. Now, if you want to support our show and try a pair of gooders, they are giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. That's right. You can go to gooder.com slash pardo and use code pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. That is gooder.com slash pardo. Use code pardo for free shipping. G-O-O-D-R dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Then use the code P-A-R-D-O for free shipping. Gooder.com slash pardo. Code pardo. Gooder. I'm better way to wear sunglasses. Hey, I just saw an article that said uh, we should have a half year resolutions, like halfway through the year, we should have a new year's resolution. And that's coming up in June here. So why not uh, learn a new language? Uh, that could be your half year resolution if you want it to be. And uh, I've been doing that. I've been learning a new language with Babbel. Uh, Babbel is a, a great way to make yourself a, a better person. You can communicate in different languages. I love it because, uh, you know, I find myself in situations where I'm at a soccer game, like a kid's soccer game and the parents from the other team maybe you're speaking spanish and now i can i can spy on them i know what's going on i can i can get the uh get the, the lowdown on the uh, the opponent's strategy so that's helpful look there's studies from yale michigan state university and uh, other universities that they keep proving Babel is better one study found that using Babel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college that's pretty insane uh Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash pardo. Babbel. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everybody. Jimmy Pardo here. Never not funny with our guest, Emily Heller, right around the corner. But first, let's talk about Squarespace. Let's talk about Square and Space. Turn your great idea into a reality with that aforementioned Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project, whether you're showcasing your work or selling products of any kind. They've got beautiful templates and the ability to customize just about anything. You can easily make a beautiful website yourself. And if you get stuck, dig this, my brothers and sisters. Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer service is there to help. Right now, head to squarespace.com pardo, and you're going to get a free trial. When you're ready to launch, then use the offer code PARDO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Once again, that is squarespace.com slash PARDO for a free trial. And right now, here is Never Not Funny. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Because it's been one of those days. 
He's here, everybody. The great announcer is here. Don't eat my soup. What, are you talking spoony shears? We're talking about prostitution. Shut up, Elliot. I'm murdering. Know yourself. I'm the Tom Hanks of podcasting. I'm here now. Jimmy's here. Live on tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here is your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2408. That is 2408, the eighth episode of the 24th season. My name is Jimmy Pardo. I'm the host of the program. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome aboard. Uh, love. It's like the love boat in here. We're all going to hook up and then uh, say goodbye to the captain when it's over. And uh, I am the captain. And women will be wearing the tops of men's pajamas while the men just wear the bottom parts. And that indicates that they have had sex with that each other. That means they banged around in a, yeah. in a bunk, yeah. in, a, in a tight cabin. Love it. I've been in a, a couple, on a couple of cruises. Those cabins are tight. They but are. you know what? If you're fucking, you don't need a lot of room. You're, you're nope. close to each other. You can do that in a closet. Right. I've done it in a closet. Oh, boy. Right. There's no question. Garen has. <laughs> <laughs> right or at least he's you know uh, uh, propped the door open and looked at two people fucking from the closet <laughs> right that's his bag he likes he's a voyeur is what the uh, what the word is that they, the french call it for uh, for that sort of thing uh welcome to the program uh busy weekend for jimmy pardo i'll tell you that we had a uh, uh sunday oliver had his uh school golf outing oh yeah and i will just uh, just uh, proudly brag uh, my son came in second place oh fantastic very proud of him i was very proud of him more importantly he didn't uh, the one hole that he did not do well on he did not have a meltdown and in years past he mm. kind of gets in his head and lets the rest of the round get ruined by it and uh, he did not this year that is insanely hard at that age i it's- remember playing tennis even older than that but like you know trying to beat my mom at tennis when i was 13 and it was so frustrating yeah a lot of rackets got thrown <laughs> i would i still throw a racket <laughs> and, uh, and uh, especially if there is a racket yeah uh but yes it's uh he did uh, uh and he's with older kids right but the, the boy that won is in eighth grade and yeah. he's in sixth grade and he uh obviously and um, uh he lost by uh five mm-hmm. but uh, and uh the weird thing, and it was one of those things like, you know, you know, the story I've tell on stage occasionally about my my dad, when I hit a double, the only hit I ever had in Little League, I hit mm-hmm. a double and I was so proud and I walked off and I said, Dad, you see that I got a double? And my dad said, that ah, could have been a triple. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did not remember that story, as I've said on the show. My dad, for whatever reason, in a way, he reminded me of that story to say that that was a wake up call for him to be a better father. That was like you know, embrace the joy as opposed to, you know, micromanaging. Yes. And uh so there were a couple of things with Oliver in the last three holes that the truth is he could have won. Mm-hmm. And he kind of got a little sloppy with a putt here, this, that, and the other. And I, but I didn't, I, you know, I was like, hey, you know, we'll get the next hole. And yeah, instead yeah. of going, well, if you want to take your time on that second putt, you want to. Good for you. That's, that's hard. That's really hard to do. It was hard. And, uh, and then I only, only did we talk about it afterwards when he brought it up where he said, you know, I probably could have, mm-hmm. I probably could have gotten a lower score. And I said, well, since you brought it up, you know, you, if you would have just taken your time on the one putt. Because he rushed a couple, and then mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little bit out of frustration or more out of a boredom. <laughs> yeah, that's very possible. Who knows? But he did a great job, and the uh, all the kids did, and we, I, uh, that was nice. And then uh, yesterday we had the adult, the Wish go, uh, golf outing, mm-hmm. and I was out there with our uh, friends of show, Mike Siegel, Paul Gilmartin, and Chip Chinnery. And we, I don't know if you guys saw this on uh, social media at all. I know you probably did not. Mm-hmm. Um, we very, very proudly 
came in last place. <laughs> oh, no. We won a, because uh, they, they held it, obviously, yesterday was April Fool's Day, mm-hmm. and they, uh, Sherry, who runs it, and, uh, it, you know, it's a big event. People donate a lot of money, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the guys that won ended up being, uh, you know, it's a scramble. So you, to not be under par is ridiculous. Obviously, I know what a scramble is. I'm about tell, to tell I'm, these guys. Okay, I'll explain it to everybody. Then. And Ben, you can listen. And if you, I know you'll be bored with this. I'm going to be doing some other stuff because I already know the answer. Um, a scramble is when uh, let's let's say the four of us are playing, and God forbid that ever happens. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be bad. Uh, the four. Oh God, the idea of you overanalyzing a fucking putt. <laughs> oh no, I would just be horrible. That's all. I'd be a hundred. Well, so we're horrible too. The four of us. I just I didn't you hear we came in last. <laughs> so what happens? with a scramble is if it's the four of us playing uh, we get up on the on the tee and we all drive and then whoever has the best drive we all then drop our balls there okay. oh that's cool and then you hit from there and it's basically to keep it moving and, mm-hmm. and that's so you would be the anchor of our team the, the four of us in this room yes although matt is athletic there's a very good chance no, he would do a nice job and no i i've <laughs> tried to drive a ball with a it's very hard to make that adjustment to get the ball go go straight if you didn't learn it as a kid uh, good luck to you well this guy uh, yesterday got up uh, and, and said that uh, he's only been playing for three years, and wow. uh, their team came in. Uh, I, won't, I won't reveal what his score was, but because it's important to the story. Um, uh, by the way, that guy. Uh, did I hate him from the instant I saw him? Yes, I did. <laughs> a lot of uh, the downside to a golf outing. A lot of bros. Mm-hmm. A lot of backward ball caps. A lot of bros who. who and I, I, we were joking with the guys because you know we're not this way. We, you know, it's me and Paul and Mike and Chip and. Uh, you know, there's there's girls on the course, and and you know the, the you know the the drink carts or various holes. Oh, you know, hey, this one's the closest to the pin. You know, uh, hey, this one's uh, you know for charity. If you guys want to give another ten bucks, you could do this. Mm-hmm. And they're attractive. That's the whole point of it. Like they, they put attractive girls out there. And mm-hmm. and when I said the whole point, I mean to get these bros. Mm-hmm. So I I said I go I go oh we have, there's somebody on the next tee and. I go, I, you know, it's like, you know, every other asshole hits on them. And right. you know, if we just, if you just talk to them like people and you could tell they appreciated not being talked to yeah. condescendingly. Right. Because, you know, every dude gets other. Hey, yeah, there it is. Huh? What's going on in this? Way? Shut up. Mm-hmm. The, the foursome in front of you did the same game. You're all. Right. She's sick of you. Mm-hmm. Turn your hat around, asshole. <laughs> uh, so anyway, a lot of bro, a lot of bro energy at these things. But um, uh, so then, uh, you know, that's how you keep it going. So really you're using the best shot of everybody mm-hmm. so theoretically you should be under you should be 18 under par like mm-hmm. you, you should ne- you should never get par right and so the winners had 58 which is what what is that uh, out of 70 what's 72 minus under? 58 14 under yeah so they were 14 under that was the winners yeah we came in last place so it was it was like i say april fools and um the guy that got up and said they did this thing that i uh I'm going to publicly shame this guy. <laughs> That's extreme because it's not a big deal. But the guy that, the guy that did most of the speaking at the, uh, at the podium afterwards said, hey, I want to know uh, everybody's story in here. So I'm going to go, let's go around the room. Everybody get up and say your name and what you do for a living and how, you're, how you got involved in this. And the entire room at the same time, I went, what? <laughs> like, not not just me. and like I mean, like everyone. The room was like, what the fuck? Why? 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 And how many people are here? Um, let's say 100? What? Yeah, we're not going around. Oh, there. no. So, no, sir. I thought you were going to say 20. No, like, uh, there's got to be, uh, there's got to be 100. Oh, no. Let's see, nine times, uh, let's say 18 times four. What's 18 times four? 
throwing a lot of math at me, man. I know, I know. 72? What is it, 72? Yeah. I think so. And then, so add, and then add, yeah, about, let's say 100. Let's, okay. say, let's say 100. So uh, some guys are busy getting food, so luckily that thins that herd out. But uh, we're at the first, and nobody's moving, and the guy's like, okay, come on, we'll start with your table, you four. And it's three bros and me. I'm like, mother, now they're going to think I'm with these three assholes? <laughs> so they get up, and the one guy goes, yeah, so uh, my name is, I forget what his name is. He doesn't talk like he's in the mob. I don't know why I'm giving him that voice. But And he said, um, you know, my name's that guy. I've only been golf for three years, and, uh, you know, we finished uh, 11 under. So uh, we'll see how we did. And it's like, mother, 11 under, is guy's only playing three years. So that's, I'm answering mm-hmm. your question. Yeah. Like, he just started. They had a guy in their thing where they have a before the round they have a putting contest where if you you know the closest to the pin or if you sink it, you win a, a wedge, mm-hmm. Cleveland wedge, which is it's a nice wedge. And uh, I was next in line after this guy. He sinks it. Just grab my ball, walk proudly <laughs> off. <laughs> like, I can't get closer than in the hole. And uh, it. Uh, so he did that, and then there was the uh, there was also one where you had to call your shot like. Hey, how far do you think you're going to drive it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I jokingly said 42. Very accurate. <laughs> um, <laughs> the same guy who sunk the putt won that. He called his shot. He said, and it was closest to whoever guessed their drive. Right. He said, I'll probably uh, drive it 265 yards. <laughs> what? Wow. What did he drive it? 265. 265. He nails it. <laughs> what is going on? This asshole. He's a cyborg. This guy's crazy. So, we go around, we all have to get up, and I, I just said, you know, my name's Jim Pardo, my son goes to the school. You know, that yeah. uh, sat oh, down, and, the, you know, all the school volunteers cheered, and everybody was excited about the, you know, the, that I'm, it's only really, there's two dads that. Well, where are all uh, these other people coming from, other than you brought some friends, but. I, I literally don't know. It's huh. like, I know there's a lot of sponsors. Yeah. Um, there seems to be a lot of law firms involved, a lot of advertising uh, companies okay. involved. So they go out into the community and yeah. rustle up some interest. Yeah, it's. um but it's it, it, me and uh, and the, the the husband of the woman that runs it, Peter, are the only two parents. So strange. And then there is a father of one of the teachers. Otherwise, huh. I don't know any like. Yeah. And it, it's funny because it's like I always say, but like I don't really connect to any parents there either. But when I walk up, it's like, oh, I don't know any of you, and I don't like any of you. <laughs> yeah, I assumed when you said it, I assumed it was all parents. Like who yeah, else would it be? It's and teachers. not. It's it's. Um, you know, I've done many, uh, you know, when I used to live in the south side of Chicago, I, I would do the Tinley Park uh, Business Association, whatever that's called. What, what is that called? The uh, What is that called? Chamber of Commerce? Chamber of Commerce, thank you. You know, the, or then we would do Orland Parks, and you, you just go, you'd pay your entry fee, and it's a fun day. Yeah, okay. So maybe that's the thought on, on these guys as well. Right, they're just or, looking for a little friendly competition. It's also a write-off. It's a business mm-hmm. write-off, because, yeah. you know, it goes to support a school. It's theoretically charity. Anyhow... Uh, so the, the winner is coming at 14 under mm-hmm. Sherry, who runs it, said, Hey, because it's, uh, not family, because it's April fool's day, we thought we'd have a little fun and give, um, uh, $25 Starbucks gift cards to the team that came in last place. <laughs> and we all look at each other like, well, that's gotta be us. Right? <laughs> we, we stink. And then this other table got, a, they got a little cocky. Like they go, here we go there. Here's a chance for us to get something. And then and she goes, uh, in last place, one of our fave, and as soon as you got to fave, it was like, it's our team. Yeah. Because they're going to comment that I go to the, that my son right. goes to the, one of our favorite uh, fathers from the school. And I'm like, here we go. Mm-hmm. And then they go, uh, Jimmy Pardo, Chip Chittery, Mike Siegel, Paul Martin, And we get up, we're the worst. <laughs> and we start chanting, we suck, we suck. 
to nobody enjoying us. <laughs> nobody, nobody enjoying us, making fun of ourselves. Right. Bros can't be having that. No, that's your uh, your beta males. You're weak. So at one point at the table with the with the guy who sank the putt and got the long thing and a couple of other guys. Uh, and by the way, they were right in front of us. We saw one of their holes where they sucked. Huh. They sucked. So the guy goes, um, "You think they cheated?" I don't think they cheated. All right. <laughs> uh, if you're just listening to this, I don't think they cheated. Yeah. If you see the video, I don't think they cheated. <laughs> so now you couldn't cheat on the putt or the long drive, though. That's accurate because there's, right, there's right. Uh, people there, yeah, uh, yeah. witnesses. Um, but their score, again, I do not think they cheated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the guy said, uh, "Hey, man, what's going on?" To Siegel, he goes, uh, "How'd you guys do?" I goes, "Oh, we didn't. You know, we just had fun. We we just laughed out there, and you know, what'd you guys do?" He goes, "Oh, we finished at eleven under." And uh, what'd you guys do? And, and I'll give our answer. Three over. Oh, no. <laughs> three over par in a scramble. Do you know how bad you have to be <laughs> to finish three over par in a scramble? Horrible. Did, were you under par in any hole? We got one birdie. We got one birdie, and that would be four bogeys. Wow. To get a bogey in a scramble is ridiculous. <laughs> right. Like, we... Just, like, four people hitting... Each shot from the best place you could possibly yes. be. Mm-hmm. Well, so, and sometimes the best shot was from the sand trap. Sometimes the best shot was from the run. Like we're not, we're not good. So there were times where none of you made the green in regulation. Oh yes, like many times. Oh yes, many many times. <laughs> yeah. Like at one point we're like seven holes in and we were even power through seven. And Paul gets in the cart and said to me, he goes, "Am I crazy to think we're doing pretty good today?" <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I go, I go, I'm happy with even par. That's classic Gil Martin. It, it was, uh, oh God, another classic Gil Martin was, our putting, by the way, was atrocious. That's what cost us, really. So one hole, Paul goes, um, uh, you know, they're a little fast. It, it, it's a, it, you know, you know, Paul, it's all bluster, <laughs> full of wind. And he goes, uh, he goes, a little fast. So so all three of us, Siegel, Chip, and I all putt, and we all come up short. And Paul's like, guys, it, it's faster than that. You got to, you got to putt, you got to putt. Of course, whose putt comes up the shortest? Gil Martin's. <laughs> Just perfect. And, and, but luckily, nobody laughs at themselves more than Paul Gilmartin. Right, right. Like, uh, and then one of the last holes, Paul, literally the second to last hole is a dog leg, which is, you know, when it turns sharply to left or right. Hmm. And so this one turns to the left. And Paul goes, you know what? Why don't you guys hit it straight? And, and, and I'll try to see if I could, uh, uh, I, if I can cut it off and, uh, and maybe, uh, you know, take the dog leg out of play. And I went, we're four guys and hope we make the fairway at all. You think you're going to finesse a shot, you asshole? And it's like, and then again, with the four of us just laugh like idiots. And then, uh, you know, we went in and we got our, uh, I got a $25 uh, Starbucks card out of it. Nice work. Uh, I I won a $100 uh, Amazon gift card in the raffle. Wow. Which felt good. Uh, That's pretty cool. Won some Johnny Walker Blue, which I'm told is expensive liquor. Yeah, I think blue uh, is the fancy one. That's right? the fancy, yeah. yeah. So I gave that to Chip Chinnery, and then he won a plate of crackers. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? He gave me that. Great. You know, like a you know, like a gift basket with all yeah, sorts of fancy, sure. uh, you know, cheeses and crackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the big prize was the uh, the Disney uh, four high park hopper passes. Wow. Uh, with parking. Oh my god. And uh, missed that by one number. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy that you yeah. got that close. It was, uh, you know, it was a fun day. Yeah. It was a fun day out there with uh, with good good friends and good uh, people from Never Not Funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know I'm talking a lot, but I do have to say that uh, we had the first ever Never Not Funny fantasy baseball auction draft. You're burying the lead here. Yeah, that's what I want to hear about because uh, one part in particular is that Elliot Oakberg was the auctioneer. It's and true. I'm, and I'm going to tell you something. 
An all-star. Oh, yeah. An all-star. He was, for a guy that knows zero about what he was doing in that room. Yeah. 0.0001% <laughs> about baseball. Yeah, he knew one name. What name two, did you know? Two, two names. I knew Trout. Oh, yeah, Mike Trout. And then, now I can't remember, but the the, Dod, the one Dodger. Clayton Justin Kershaw. Kershaw. Oh, Kershaw, yeah. Yeah, he knew two names. But he doesn't need to know any names. He yeah, you, it might be better off if you're the I, I honestly think it might, might have been better well, off. Well, the only, the only time it wasn't better off, and, and, uh, was, and again, the premise would be, like, for instance, Paulo Bedencio started. He goes, you know, Mike Trout for, you know, for 37 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ellie would go, okay, Mike Trout for 37. And then people, 38, 40, 40. And then Ellie would go, okay, we're at 40 now. And then somebody would yell it out. And mm-hmm. uh, and he did a great job. And, and truly, Ellie, you were fantastic. The only time, and this is not an insult because you don't know the game. Catchers other than Gary Sanchez and JT Realmuto. Uh, no catcher is really going to go for more than five dollars, mm-hmm. uh, and if they did, some guys overbid. Uh, but most go for around two or one. So the first, especially the first time that somebody a catcher came up, yeah, first time a catcher comes up. So Elliot did not understand like why what, is this falling <laughs> yeah. at two? Right. So like he would go, okay, so we got uh, uh, especially because it was early, like it was, it was early, in the yeah. first two hours or something. It was like, all right, Mike Zunino at a dollar. I, I, Mike Zunino at a at a dollar, and then just kind of one dollar. Let it go. Yeah. And it's like, instead of, if you knew the game, you'd go, okay, going once, going twice, Mike's doing it for a dollar. Well, and, yeah. and, so, and from my perspective, the one thing, because I'm a game person, the one thing that I didn't want to end up have happening is somebody said, hey, you went too fast. I didn't have a right. chance. Why'd you go so fast? Right. Yeah. So I tried to keep it as as even as possible. There were some, There were somewhere I kind of, I could see people like writing and looking things up. And so I kind of stretched a little bit before I said going once, going twice, because it seemed like somebody was thinking. And it did seem like there was a, a general amount of time where you heard the name and you had to figure out who this person was and whether you cared. Yeah. And I didn't want to go faster than that. I think you get it with good speed. Uh, you know, we'll talk about next year. We're thinking of hiring somebody else. But if we don't, <laughs> um, uh, as, 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 as the draft goes later, uh, it could have been sped up. That's all. And the only reason why I didn't is because we were making such good time. We were making We did. We actually, it was great time. Hmm. Um, and I'm going to say this. I, and I know they're all listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great room of guys. Yep. Everybody in that room, just a great group of dudes. Some, you know, a guy, Jason, flew in from Baltimore. Uh, uh, Sam came down from Spokane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to forget. Uh, Kenzie was in from Oklahoma. Okay. Jason was in from Austin, I want to say. Then some locals. Uh, but people flew in. Like, it was just a really good, and, it, and again, it speaks volumes, I think, of how great the Never Not Funny fan is. Like, mm-hmm. we really have a great group of people that listen to the show. And yes, I bitch and I complain jokingly and sometimes not jokingly about how we don't have the numbers of Joe Rogan or Mark Maron. But you know what? They probably don't have this. Yeah. They don't, you know, they, yes, Joe Rogan gets to go to a stadium or, you know, a, a, a large theater and have those, you know, mouth breathers enjoy him. <laughs> and by the way, I like Joe Rogan. I'm not mad at Joe Rogan when I make, the, but, you know, is uh, it's a different audience. Mm-hmm. And we get, we have this and I love it. I love that we're. You know, uh, we could make a living doing this, and at the same time, we could still get in a room with dudes that listen to this yeah. and have a nice afternoon and yeah. and early evening. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yep. And Elliot, and I, I'll say it again, Elliot was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. I believe it. I I never doubted for yeah. a minute that he would be good at this because he's run a lot of role playing games and he knows what he's doing. And they were all and, and yeah, they, they were all re, you know Schmidt took some shots at him from time to time, which was okay. They were <laughs> sure. good jokes and Elliot uh, was a good uh, sport about any sort of ribbing, but for the most part I think and I got in a couple of my own shots. Of course you did, Elliot. Uh, <laughs> but even the guys that were there that like 
they they know that Elliot's a character. Like they yeah. they understood. Yeah. I never at any point felt right. like I was a like a punching bag. No, that's good because because there definitely have been tweets or emails yes. to the contrary <laughs> where people don't get it. Yeah, that was not the case in this room. Yeah, um, we did have one uh, one casualty uh, was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, one guy, Taylor, had to drop out at the last second because yeah. he had a, a family situation. And, but we knew that in advance. And then uh, as I was uh, about to as I was going to get I forgot my reading glasses. And luckily, we were drafting in a mall. So I was able yeah. to go to TJ Maxx and get myself some reading glasses. I was like, well, Jesus, where, where else Manish? Where's many yeah. Manish isn't here yet? This is, it's this already, is the guy. He's got five a, after ten. And he's oh, a baseball. He, he's the king of baseball. I didn't know he was in the league. Oh, yeah. Manish Jane. This okay. would be his second year in the league. All right. So I text him. I go, you on your way? And then I get a I get a text seconds later. Oh, I'm an asshole. I thought it was tomorrow. Oh. And it's so then I come back into the uh, into the draft room, uh, which was very nice, but very uh, very spacious, very spacious, uh, which is you need for when you're mm-hmm. you got a twenty dudes in a room. Mm-hmm. Uh, spacious. The, the the climate got a little chilly for my liking. <laughs> it, was, it was a little cold. It was a little cold. Uh, and, and and the and the the one guy who they sent to uh, to try to help us. Uh, he, he couldn't figure out. He didn't have the key to the to the uh, climate control. Yeah, and so that was a whole. We're watching that guy. Like he's off. Here's the thing: is that he was in my eye line, and so he's off in the corner, like trying to key. Nope. Trying to key. Nope. Trying to key. Nope. <laughs> it was Elliot. It was one of the when that guy came. Very all, nice guy, by the way. I think he distracted ninety percent of us. <laughs> okay. But we it was still early in the day, so we didn't know. Are we going to finish on time? Right. Because had I known right. we'd finish at 7.30, mm-hmm. I would have said, guys, let's take a 10-minute break while that guy figures that the thermostat out. Totally. Because it was so fucking dist- – because I'm with you. It was in my peripheral. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't focus on the draft because this guy's futzing with keys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, had I said that, would have been the name of my team. Yeah, futzing with keys. Um, instead, I went with that Fistful of Dullards uh, was oh, the name of my nice team. One. Which is from, I believe – in reference to you three, I think that's what that means. <laughs> it was a, yeah. no, it was a joke I made on Twitter about, oh, was it really? ab- about myself. Yeah, was it? Yeah, and then I said it on the show. T- I told the oh. story about how um, someone. It was someone posting. What are you doing? A pic- there was it was a hair on my finger. Uh, someone put uh, someone posted oh. a picture of of my of my caricature. <laughs> oh, that's right. Last Fistful, year's thank Parkassathon, and someone said like, uh, "This one's my favorite," and I wrote "Fistful of Dullard." Oh, geez. Well, uh, my pleasure to use that name then. Yeah, yeah enjoy awesome. it. I know. And I, have I to think change there, it. I thought it was something else. <laughs> were there three or four that were uh, references to my nicknames? Oh yeah, you got uh, boy, you get hit hard. <laughs> I have a lot of nicknames. You got though. the human, uh, the human Ottoman. Yeah, the human Ottoman. So uh, there's a team called the Human Ottoman. No, the yeah. Walking Ottomans. Yeah, there it is. Uh, the Human Ground Out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's at least one more. I yeah, can't I want to say there that. is two. Elliot <laughs> sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was a little worried about that one, but uh, uh, I would say it was not about me. They said it was not about, about the character Elliot. from ET. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Uh, so Manish doesn't know what day it is. Nope. And then I come back into the draft room and I said, uh, "Hey, Manish thinks it's tomorrow." Uh, Claims he could be, he's got a meeting in an hour and then wants to know if we could hold it for him. And we were all like, well, you know, and I'm not speaking out of school because we ended up telling him he showed this. Yeah. No! <laughs> then you'd have to hold it two hours if he has a meeting at, at in an hour. At least two right. hours. And so then. It's insane. He's like, well, what if I cancel the meeting? And then it was like, well, then we still have to wait an hour. And again, we don't know. Yeah. We have a we have a nine o'clock. We have to be out right. of there at 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. Right. Right. And so it was like, well, we can't do that. And. Also, and then he's like, well, why don't I just show up later while you guys are in it and I'll ke- play catch up? Well, you can't do that either because we're going to be missing money mm-hmm. and he's going to have a fresh $260 budget 
to start drafting with. And mm-hmm. he'll clobber us with all the what should be the bargains mm-hmm. won't be bargains because Munich will now be able to yeah, roster a great team yeah. uh, by outbidding us even by one dollar on everybody. Yeah. Um, oh, he blew it. Come on, Manish. Hit in the so, game. So then, uh, Manish, uh, this guy Sam said it wonderfully. You know, Ethan at one point said, well, it was the emails were a little confusing on what day it was. And Sam said, the last email was Saturday. <laughs> that was the title. Uh, that was the, the, the subject, subject line. was Saturday. And then Manish, when he did show up, and he showed up very apologetically with a box of very donuts. Nicely. And uh, Manish is looking great, by the way. Yeah. Very fit. Uh, he's been very fit. Mm-hmm. Very, very fit. Yeah. And he was like, he goes, he goes, I, he goes, I know. He goes, I've already busted my balls enough about it. The last email subject line was Saturday. This, <laughs> the one before that was, hey, we're two days away. <laughs> it was, he's like, I have no idea how I screwed this up. Yeah. And uh, so he did. And but what uh, did he do? Did he, he's just out? He gets, uh, he's out. He's out. Oh, he, he gets his entry Bummer. fee uh, refunded. Yeah. And he goes pounds and pounds salt. Bummer. And, uh. But, you know, it's, it's, that's part him not being there and Taylor not being there are part of the reasons why we were able to finish sooner. Oh, that's a good point. Because yeah. you're not dealing with 26 more players that are that have to oh, be auctioned off. yeah, yeah. Not 26, I'm sorry, uh, 44. You're also not dealing with Munish talking. <laughs> Those are your words, not mine. Um, we have fun. <laughs> I enjoy Munish's company. You went to Me the, too. The, we went to the ball game with Munish and... Uh, uh, got to uh, watch the game with a uh, different audio commentary than what's <laughs> happening on the field. Uh, that reminds me. Now I want to take him to an LAFC game. Tables have turned. I'll still talk my ear off, but <laughs> but it, like that's a that's a sport I I love, and uh, I can tell him all the ins and outs instead of having to listen to him lecture me about the the ground rule double. <laughs> He's a good guy. He's a good guy. As I said, it was a whole room of good guys, and uh, we had a we had a nice day. I. Uh, my draft uh, peaked early. Kevin Bellinkoff and I both made the mistake of, uh, of spending way too much money, and then the last three hours had nothing but dollar players. Yeah. Little up, is that our guest already? I think so. All right, Garen, let's go take care of that and let, let that person know if they want to go grab coffee, they can, or come back in 10 minutes or whatever sort of bullshit you got to pull. <laughs> that clock's a little slow, but... I'm a little concerned, by the way, that Garen, that's a brand new shirt from Garen. He's got like a moth hole or something in the back of it. Oh, boy. I don't know. Do you think he knows? I don't know. Mm. I didn't notice it. Um, Do you think yeah, that, yeah, by, my, by my math, if we'd had those two more people, we would have just barely finished. We would have just barely, right? Yeah. Yes, I think I think thirteen's the magic number. I think we have to uh, remember that for next year. Because that was that was that didn't feel like a like a slog. No, it wasn't a slog at all. It was nice. We, got, we were able to take a nice break. It was, it was nice. It was it, it, the auction draft is a bunch of fun. And again, these were good people. They all had great. Set, they all everybody said something funny from time to time. Everybody mm-hmm. you know laughed at Daddy, which is you know very Schmidt was of course hysterical. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that our guest, Garen? Yes. Garen, I'm worried about that shirt, brand new, in the back. You got like a little moth hole or something. Let me see. Turn around. Right. Uh, turn around a little bit more. Keep turning right. See it? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, right. Uh, you're about to touch it. Right there. You're, uh, lift your thumb uh, higher. Thumb right there. Down. Thumb lower. To the right. Go, to uh, your right. You're right. Right. Everyone, you go, come, come to your left. Right. Come to your left. Right there. Right right there. You, you now got, you're covering now you're on it. it. It's on the palm of your hand. Palm of your hand right now. Palm of your hand. Palm of your hand. Right, right there. there. See it now? Fi- oh. I saw it. <laughs> How do you think that happened? I have no idea. You think you have moths? No, this is right out of the out of the basket. That I just washed it. Maybe it got caught on something? Because those are something? usually a high quality. Did one of your dogs attack you? <laughs> That's possible. That one jumped up on me. And oh, just caught. yeah. Maybe That's, it caught. That's the, definitely possible. Uh, would it be a claw or a fang? It would be a claw. <laughs> be a claw. <laughs> Hopefully not a fang. That'd be they call them claws, right? Boy, that claw yeah. sounds wrong in this. 
Well, you get your paw. Nails. And there's a claw and a paw. Yeah, but claw. Fingernails? Because you get the, right. you get declawed, right? Isn't that what you do with kitty cats? Kitty cats, cats get definitely. declawed, yeah. yeah. There was on my run today. You should not do that, by the way. Well, you shut up. You, <laughs> We're going to get letters. Just, I'm just live your life. the letters. Live your life. You live in a fucking apartment. You can't have, you want to have a cat, but you're not allowed to have them mark up the floors to claw your cat. Uh, <laughs> do I agree with you, Garen? Of course I do, but we don't need to get on a fucking soapbox. Uh, <laughs> because I've got, I got what it can only be described as a very uninteresting story to tell. <laughs> on my run, this woman was walking four dogs mm-hmm. and uh, she was coming down from an apartment complex with the four dogs and following them was a cat as if to just give approval <laughs> that these four dogs are like or maybe it was an escort through a bad neighborhood like a lot of, <laughs> a lot of cats aren't here these guys cool. These, they're cool they're, they're cool. cool it was uh, I like I, just, I wish I, I, I wish I would have had the camera to take video yeah. of it because the, the cat was acting as if something was going down man that's and, a uh, yeah that's a potential America's Funniest Videos uh, scene right there I don't know if I, I mean, they'd have to add a lot of commentary and maybe even some music to it. Well, they, 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 they're never shy about it. You mean like normal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I guess so, right. <laughs> Here's a guy who didn't hear about the vacation day. <laughs> the worst, right? Yeah. That's not true. I just One of the most popular so television fun. shows ever. I do. I don't know why I said the worst. I enjoy it. I could watch it uh, on mute. I could watch it not on mute. I don't, I, the dad jokes are very prominent but uh yeah it's super entertaining it's uh dad jokes are allowed because like you watch it with charlie i watched it with oliver when he was younger now of course he's got a more sophisticated palette but i i think it doesn't get credit that it launched hundreds of shows Mm -hmm. because that's the new thing is just clip videos and that right like pretty much originated with that show right well, I think it start. I think it was a Japanese show that they brought over or something. I, I did not know that. Well, let's yeah. pretend that is not but the they case, started and that it started yes. here in America. Right. It also is one of those things that you would think that YouTube would have supplanted it because it's kind of the same thing, but it still it has a, a place in the world. It's like I, I appreciate that they're doing the work for me. Like, yeah, here are some funny clips. And, and actually, they probably have a lot more to choose from now because everybody's got a, a phone in their pocket. Everybody, everybody's got a phone in their pocket and thinks they're a fucking director. <laughs> Put your phone away. Not everything needs to be videotaped, you a-holes. Especially when somebody's getting beat up. Put your phone down and help that person get beat, beat up out a dumpster, you dickhead. <laughs> oh, look at how many clicks I got. Fuck off. What are you talking about? There's a, there was, there was a thing recently. There's a clip oh, recently, really? yeah, of a kid getting beat up next to a dumpster. Oh, and Jesus. People are all... And then you... What's worse is you, there's the one guy videotaping, and then you see three more cameras in front of that guy videotaping. Mm-hmm. So not one of you thought to help the... Also, poor, why can't we see one man? of their videos? They seem to have a better angle. Right, they got a better shot. <laughs> Certainly clearer. I don't yeah. have to be dealing with that. What, Elliot? Nothing. No, no, no. All I'm right, just... Well. Uh, yes, I agree. Well, Emily Heller just walked in. Mm-hmm. Um, Do we, we start late? Is that why I, yeah, every clock is... We were chitter-chattering about whatever. Like we start about five minutes off, maybe. All right. All right. Well, Emily Heller is here. She's uh, taking time by a very busy... Uh, I wrote for... Uh, was it Barry? Did you write for Barry? Yeah. It was Barry, which uh, premiered on uh, Sunday, uh, season two. I didn't, we did not see that episode yet in oh, my household. It was fantastic. Didn't see it in my household. Right. Well, I'm telling you. Just like the rest of them, it's also good. <laughs> I would imagine it's great. Uh, yeah. Season one was terrific. Uh, specifically the ones that Emily wrote were, uh, <laughs> were the best no question about it um, and, uh, we did see Veep we, did, we were able to see Veep we could talk about this when uh, we come back from the break uh, we've also got to let's just open up one piece of mail Emily we got to open up one piece of mail and, uh, or else it piles up 
We got a lot over there. The man is here. Hip, hop, hip. The man hop, is here. Hip, hop. She doesn't know. She doesn't music hear that. That's got to be very awkward. That was. Why are they being completely silent? What Jimmy just says, hip hop. Heller sucks. I don't know. I don't know why you got hurt in that. I'm like, I don't know why you got hurt in that. He's like, that's like. Again, she can't even hear the music. So. I know. She doesn't know that that was done in time. <laughs> but you know what? Figure it out. Mm-hmm. All right, hang on. Where are the battle bands? Battle bands. There they are. Right, you got to wait. And battle bands. I see. <laughs> That's how it works. All right, there well, we I gotta go. I got to be trained for it. I uh, yeah. We got a, uh, look, appears to be a CD here from Gout, which I want to say that's Brad Wilhelm's uh, oh, yeah. band from uh, our buddy in uh, Bloomington, Indiana. Mm-hmm. You got Gout. You got uh, Dean Hager on vocal, of course, strings. You got Mike on drums. You got Phil on bass. And you got Brad on guitars. This is Gout. I got strings on this album? It says strings. It says... Uh, you said strings. I thought you were just saying a fun way of saying guitar. No, he said, all right, he's on vocal, acoustic guitar on... Oh, no, I, my apology. There's a song called Strings. Oh, uh, I see. So he plays acoustic on Prodigal... Prodigal... Idiot. Prodigal Girl? Why would you put those two words together? Yeah, that's a rough sentence. Why do you... If, why send this to me, knowing I'm not going to be able to put those two words together and say them properly? Yeah. You know, let's resequence this goddamn CD without that song on it. Prodigal Girl. There you go. And Strings. He plays the guitar on there. I thought he played Strings. Got it. Um, and this is uh, 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 March 26, 2019. Jimmy, Matt, Garen, and Elliot. Since talk of our band was prominently featured in the 2018 Bloomington and Live Never Not Funny show, we thought you'd like a copy of our new EP. We're only including one copy, as we highly suspect even the one copy won't be listened to by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> to pay homage to our hero, we've only printed 69 copies of this recording. Up top, my brother, Brad Wilhelm, on behalf of Gout. Wow. All right, I guess we got to play a little bit of Gout, right? Is it, yeah, I guess I'll... Can I pull it up, up on... It's, I believe it's on iTunes. Okay. You got uh, it, Matt? Mm, yeah. Play a little bit of that. Uh, let's hear that Prodigal Girl. Or do you want to? Do you have it already? Yeah. How about might, strings? Might sound. Yeah. Let's hear strings. I want to hear Prodigal Girl for this reason because I want to hear somebody else say it properly. In Prodigal time. Girl live. Live. It's a live version. That doesn't say live. It, it does say that on in iTunes. Yeah. Sounds like Danzig. It does sound like Danzig. I like the cover. Yeah, it's and cool. And the song. I do like the song. Yeah. That's Dean. That's Dean Hager on the uh, vocal there. Deke. I'm probably the Deke Hager. Any relation to Sammy? I think it's his. Uh, no, well, it's not spelled the same. I think it's his son. Not spelled or pronounced at all. The same. <laughs> um, all right, well, that's Gout. Decency yeah. or death. It's so good you can feel it in your toe. I saw them live when we were last there, and I enjoyed them. Come on, give it up for Karen's little joke. <laughs> Karen made a little joke. I heard it. All right, now as uh, as Brad uh, assumed, we were just going to toss this. <laughs> so I'll put that in the trash during the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Gout, and as, you can get that on iTunes, Spotify, and I think that's CD Baby. Did they sign that? They didn't sign it. Should have signed it. 
Well, they screwed up, didn't they, Gern? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. All right, Emily Heller is here. She's taking time away from writing on the award-winning program, uh, Barry, to spend some time with us. She's also got a brand-new uh, special out that I want to say was directed by our friend Kulop. Yeah, that's true. Right? Is that accurate? That's yeah. Accurate. Uh, so there's a lot happening here. There's a lot of uh, worlds colliding, which would be a better song title than Prodigal Girl. So <laughs> I'd like to see them rename that. Yeah. Same, I mean, it would probably sound the same. Nobody would know the difference. You don't. Yeah, song t- titles don't have to associate. They don't have. Sometimes to they don't like, have to at all, do they, Matt? Right. You just put give it give it any name, and then people go, "Hey, how come they don't say that in the song?" Because they're artists. Because they're artists. Mind your business. Yeah. Uh, you don't get it because you're stupid. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back. Uh, Matt, in the pre-roll, that's a show business term. What does that mean? Now, talk to me through that part of this. What that means is prior to our episode that right. we are now somewhat about... Uh, Previous to the rolling of the actual tape of the episode. Yeah, we're about 25% into this episode. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, yeah. uh, I talked about Squarespace in a advertising sort of way, but very conversationally. Of course. Uh, that That's considered a pre-roll. Okay. We are now in what we call the mid-roll. The middle of the roll. That's right. This so this podcast is is on a roll of tape and everyone has to get the tape in the mail to mm-hmm. listen to it. And then you're about midway through right now, but mm-hmm. which is not true because I just told you about 25% through. <laughs> but my point is this. Well, they could just look at the tape that they're holding in their hands and understand yeah, where they, they're they at. They could see. They could do the math in their head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I prior, I spoke about Squarespace and I'm going to continue doing so now. Please do. Squarespace makes it easier, Matt, to uh, than ever, easier than ever okay. to launch your passion project. Mm-hmm. That is the second and uh, of uh, in my life that I've ever used the phrase passion project, <laughs> and they both happened in the last 14 seconds. Yeah. Uh, Would you consider Never Not Funny a passion project? I think initially. Yeah. I think initially. We weren't getting paid. It was just passion. Right. <coughs> Come on, God, man. We're, that's we're, ridiculous. We're in the middle of a Squarespace ad. We're talking about our passions. Mike was off. I figured it was so loud. Yeah, but you got the loudest cough in the world. You might as well have been standing over my you know, shoulder. Those headphones, courtesy of Midroll, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's great. Speaking of Midroll, mid-roll. here's the Midroll. <laughs> uh, all right, listen. Whether you're starting a new business, showcasing your work, publishing content, sell products, more is what you can do with Squarespace. They've got the right tools. Got, I don't know what like what you're what are you doing if you want to build a website if you're not using Squarespace like you either are going to hire somebody who's going to be very expensive to do something super fancy and probably more than you need mm. I'm just not, not to judge but uh, what are you doing you don't need more than the Squarespace offers they could do everything um, and I've seen their competitors I don't know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this night and day yeah Squarespace does it right uh, competitor I it always I always can say. Oh, I bet you this is a site made by blah. And then I look down at the bottom and sure it certainly enough. is. Yeah. Uh, you could say it is GeoCities. No, I'm <laughs> not going to say it. Squarespace is powerful. E-commerce functional. I'm, by the way, I'm well aware that uh, GeoCities is an old reference. <laughs> I don't want anybody to think, oh, joy, Jimmy didn't get Matt's joke. I got it just fine. Um, they've got a powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. Analytics to help you grow your site in real time. Everything is optimized from mobile right out of the box. Yeah. There's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Buying domains is also simple. Uh, You'll get what you need with Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer service. Squarespace empowers millions of people, Matt Belknap, from designers to lawyer, artist to gamer, even restaurants and gym. Why is that an even? Even restaurants and gyms. Even restaurants, one of the most common businesses in America. (laughs) Hey, I want to look up the menu for that restaurant. You better hope that they got this Squarespace then. Yeah. They turn great ideas into something real. I can't. I still have. I want to move out, but I can't. <laughs> restaurants. Even restaurants. Probably the most 
what's probably what their number one customer is at a restaurant. I feel like even though this is an advertisement and I shouldn't be piping in, I feel like I have to because haven't you ever gone to a... Uh, oh, that's true. There are some terrible restaurant websites like out there. They know they have to have one, but yeah. they don't have everything. So maybe they just didn't have Squarespace. So if you, if you own a restaurant, listen up. Even you can use Squarespace. What if I own a gymnasium? Wait. Oh, yes. Even also you. Okay. All right, here's what you guys do. You restaurateur and gym rats. <laughs> Head to squarespace.com slash Pardo. That's a gym rat that's buying the gym. Head right. to Squarespace. Or maybe you're just being a good guy. Good, good, hey, my gym has a sucky website. I'm going to build them a better one. I'm going to do you a solid. Uh, squarespace.com slash Pardo gets your free trial. Squarespace.com slash Pardo. Then when you are ready to launch, use the offer code Pardo. That's going to get you 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash Pardo. Then use the offer code Pardo, squarespace.com slash Pardo. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. May not be their slogan anymore. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2408. Emily Heller is here. Emily's got a brand new special. I want to say over on the Netflix. Uh, no, it's on Comedy Central Digital. It's on Comedy Central Digital. So uh, look for it there. Yeah. What's the name of it, uh, Emily? It's called Ice Thickeners. Ice Thickeners. And you can actually watch the whole thing on YouTube, on Comedy Central's YouTube. They just put the whole thing oh, up for awesome. free. You can just nice. watch it. Oh. Yeah. How do you feel about that as an artist? Do you like? I mean, obviously you want as many people as you can to see it, but uh, don't you want a little bit of... Uh... A little bit of money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've given up on making money on things like that. Okay. I make my money on the black market now, so that's <laughs> do, fine. Do, what are you selling on the black market? I wish I could tell you. Okay, well, I understand. I really wish I could, but it's highly illegal. Of course it is. It's right? breast milk. <laughs> is that illegal to Not sell? mine. I don't really know. Is, is I just, <laughs> the way she gets it. People do do that. To, I have to imagine that it's illegal. I know right? people sell it legally in certain situations. Like, I know yeah. that, like, for c- kids who are adopted, like... Like, you could make it, theoretically... Uh, theoretically. And then sell it to... Purely theoretically. Right. <laughs> uh, and I could I could sell... Like, if I had a kid and someone else had adopted a baby, I could sell them some of my breast milk to feed their baby. I mean, isn't that essentially what a wet nurse is, except with a with some shipping? Oh, I guess it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just... But I, I don't know what the regulations are. It seems like the FDA would get involved at some point. Yeah. What's the going rate on that, do you think? I heard it's expensive. More importantly, if you if you were overproducing uh, uh, milk and and somebody you knew couldn't, yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't you be a wouldn't good person and just give, give it, it to them? them? It's Depen- like a reward for finding a kidnapped kid. It's like, hey, I found him. Where's my hundred thousand? <laughs> just feel good. You saved a life. Unless you had just put out a comedy special that wasn't making the <laughs> oh, money that yeah, you yeah. thought it would. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, you got you got to get the, those bucks in somehow. I get it. Now, Garen, did you look that up? You got the, you got the going right on breast seems milk to be completely legal. All right, how much are we looking at? Wow. Uh, moms sell the breast milk for an average of two fifty an ounce. Two fifty an ounce. Some people sell it for more than that, and some sell it for less. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars an ounce. <laughs> that seems <laughs> high. That's so amazing. That seems high. Others uh, freeze dry bulk supply, such as twenty five hundred ounces, and sell it for three fifty. Three hundred fifty dollars uh, for the for the for the freeze dried for the twenty five hundred ounces. Yeah, babies need between nineteen and thirty ounces of breast milk daily. Oh, so if you're wow. getting two fifty an ounce times nineteen to thirty, let's call it twenty. <laughs> let's call it twenty at uh, two fifty. What is that, Elliot? Uh, it's like a five. $150 a day? No. No. Wait, 250 no. an ounce times 30 ounces. Well, it'd be 25, 50 bucks. 50 bucks, yeah. 50 bucks a day? 50 bucks a day, and that's yeah. on the low end. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's bananas. 
Okay, and I love it, so I, but I don't know. That, that seems like an expensive How uh, much for just enough for my coffee? <laughs> well, just $2.50? Yeah. How much yeah. do you put in your coffee? More yeah. than an ounce? How, how do you it's like it? Standard standardized the coffee shop for that. I guess I'm going right. to start drinking black coffee. Yeah. Right. Black coffee in bed. That's squeeze. Uh, all right, Emily Heller is here. We've gotten to the bottom of how much uh, breast milk costs and why not. So uh, that became the... Uh, anyway, to answer your topic. question, my special's named Ice Thickeners. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you. Is breast uh, milk an ice thickener? Hold on. Is there a tie in here? Oh, yeah. I guess I, I guess it could be. I know you could freeze dry it. Mm-hmm. That much I do know. I just learned Is that. Is that good or bad? I know that at least like when we had babies, uh, when our babies were, our children were babies, you know, she would have more than they needed and so someone would get frozen. And wait, then I, wait, you'd freeze it? She'd freeze it? Yeah. Because oh. then I, if she leaves the house for a few hours, you have some. Right. But it was always like, is this? A, I mean, obviously it's okay. We looked it up and everything, but it always seemed like this. Maybe there's something not good doing good to freezing it and then warming it back up. Change it, back. it a little bit. The, like the ice crystals penetrate the like molecular structure yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's probably fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Kids eat dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you make a very good. They swallow pennies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're fine with your uh, yeah. with your freeze then warm. Okay. I, it's also like the freeze and thaw. It's crazy how much we think about that stuff, and then like we as adults eat like Doritos right and we're like this is probably fine yeah you make a very good point we're very we take so much better care of other people than we do <laughs> ourselves I just got a dog and it's the like the the like oh what ingredients are in this food and I'm like I eat I ate Carl's Jr. for dinner last night. Like, I'm not gonna... Why does this dog get it so good? Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's circle back to that. What did you... Because there's one thing I love at Carl's Jr. Uh, What did you get? I got the Beyond Burger. They do Beyond Burgers now. Oh, they they do? Yes. And? It's pretty good. They do a nice job? Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, what frame of reference do you have? Like, it's not as good as the ones when I cook it at home, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a vegetarian, and Carl's Jr. has always been my favorite because they have this fried zucchini that I really like. Um, and But other than that, like, there's not a lot of options for me at fast food places. Right. I've been a vegetarian for 20 years. So, like, but uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. My husband eats meat, and he uh, gets the Beyond Burger when he... He does. Know, yeah. Uh, what was he getting prior to the Beyond Burger? I mean, day? we wouldn't really like go to Carl's Jr. very often <laughs> before that. Yeah. 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 Uh, How long have you been married? I've been married a little over a year. Right, I did it kind of secretly. Months. Why was it a secret? Um, well, in part because uh, I had a joke in my act about not wanting to get married. Oh. <laughs> uh, which was not disingenuous. I didn't. We weren't planning on getting married. Uh, but then uh, he lost his health insurance. And so here we go. Two weeks right. later, we were married. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I didn't want to like I, I was I had been touring for a year and I wanted to rec- I had just recorded my album and I was getting ready to record this special that just came out. And I I, I definitely overthink this stuff, but I was like, I don't want people to be watching it. If they know that I'm, if they're fans of mine, they follow me on Instagram or something, they know that I got married. I don't want them to be like distracted while they're listening mm-hmm. and be like, wait a minute, yeah. that's not true. Now, listen, as a guy that hasn't the special, how long is this bit that, you, <laughs> that people can't just move past it? I, as comedians, we lie a little bit in our acts. It's true. It's true. There, But I try and be as honest as I can. Yeah. And I wanted it to be like the honest representation of where I was in that moment. Um, but. 
I yeah, I just for some reason I was just really worried about how that would affect people because that's the kind of thing that I think about mm-hmm. when I'm watching something. I don't want people to get distracted by thinking doing math mm-hmm. while they're while mm-hmm. they're watching something and thinking about something like that. So I I actually waited until my album was out before I, I like posted publicly about it. And it was actually kind of nice because I'm someone who I post about everything. There's not I don't have secrets. Uh, but, you had one. <laughs> but I had one and it was very interesting to, to keep it. And then it was also really fun to just like sort of casually mention it in conversation and have people freak out. Yeah. Uh, I've never had something like that before where like because we just did it in our living room. We didn't like Go. Who, who officiated? Uh, I had my best friend officiate because okay. we had only immediate family there. So that was the only way to get her in the room without inviting a whole other tier of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I got her. I got her ordained online in the week ahead of it. Uh, and yeah, we just did it in our living room. And then I, I went on with my life like the next day I was doing a show and somehow it came up and I was like, oh, yeah, I got married yesterday. People were like. What are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Yeah. No honeymoon then for the two of you. Not yet. But I do think every trip we go on for the rest of our lives, we're just going to tell the hotel it's our honeymoon. Smart. Mm-hmm. Which we should have been doing before we got married anyway. Mm-hmm. But we don't wear rings. So I'm like, I'm going to have to get a ring specifically for that. You are. Yeah. To pull that ruse off. Yep, yeah. That's what they need. They don't need any paperwork, but they do need to see <laughs> the ring. They need to see the ring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what is your husband's name? His name is Peter. Peter and Emily. Yeah. And you guys been together for how long? We've been together for four and a half years. Four and a half years. Four he half loses years. his health insurance. We tie the bond. Yep. And here we are. And here we are, yeah. Uh, he immediately got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, they're covered. They're covered. Uh, Good time. He didn't. He didn't. Of so course, far, of knock on wood. Not. He's not going to either. And if he doesn't, I'm going to divorce him. Oh. Right? <laughs> yeah. Rightfully so. He doesn't need that uh, coverage. Yeah. I do like, I, you know, I didn't really want to get married, but I will say... Um, it's really fun to be able to threaten divorce. <laughs> Didn't get to do that before. Get to do that now. But you could threaten a breakup prior to that. It doesn't have the same kick to no it. No weight. doesn't have the weight. Yeah. Like saying, I'm breaking up with you. Saying, I want a divorce. Which one yeah. is funnier? <laughs> <laughs> divorce funnier. Both just as heartbreaking. Both pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a divorce is like a financial mess on top of the emotional thing. That's so it's a like very good point, especially very, when you're pulling all the weight and this guy's getting health insurance. No kidding. Peter sounds like dead weight. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just along for the ride. Emily, you got to get out of this. Enough of the threats. Pull the trigger. Leave this guy. We have to do a post-nup. Oh. Which is the thing, apparently. We haven't done it yet, but uh, wait. So that's a prenup, but after. But after you get married. married. Wait, yeah. and you have you're you're going to We're do gonna one. We're going to do one. Yeah. Uh, just to simplify it, if we do split up, you know, because the whole point of a prenup, I think I feel like prenups get a really bad rap as being somehow not romantic. Whereas, but I think of it as like this is an agreement you're making to not uh, fight a bunch. Right. Agreed. If, right. if That's smart. The worst thing happens and your relationship falls apart yeah. for whatever reason. Well, so often the prenup though is we think of Dynasty or you know, yeah. Dallas, right. and it's some you know money grubbing it, whore it's that the, wants the oh oil baron's money. It's right before you murder someone. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's always suspicious in stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's always some whore. But like we we were in the middle of buying a house together when we got married. Oh, and so there's like we have wow. complicated of uh, mm-hmm. com- complicated financial situation that it would be like yeah let's uh let's just decide now while we like each other what's going to happen yeah, and smart. what's fair mm-hmm. you know before i cheat on him <laughs> which, which you know is going to happen which is definitely going to happen i'm just sort of vetting the candidates right now okay. all right well you got time you're only 13 months in you can <laughs> yeah scour the country and 
doing a standing up comedy tour and could find yeah. somebody. Yeah. Did you buy this house? Yes. And what uh, you covered all saying what neighborhood you moved into? Uh, want to tell us it's, it's on the east side, uh, ish. Okay. At Water Village, I think I don't think that's we're, a we're secret. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. yeah. It's real nice. Nestled nice. nicely between Los Angeles and Glendale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right on the edge of Glendale. Yeah. That's where those guys hang out all the time. The uh, the Proud Boys. Proud Boys. Yes. 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 Yeah. Thank you for knowing what they I was talking about. That's why we moved there. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know Wait. the streets are safer than there. I'm a member of the alt right. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little. Sh- what? That's there was a yeah there was why? an incident and yeah. part of the reason why we kind of moved from the place we were living and bought a house was because we had a neighbor who was sort of affiliated no way who lived in like the same on the same property as us and uh he was really scary uh and it was just like a little bit too much for me to handle after the election to be like it's also in my backyard right where i was like it's like a microcosm of like like I'm living in a metaphor for the country right now, <laughs> yeah. and I can't handle it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Atwater Village, home oh, of the alt right. Oh, no, oh, home of the Proud Boys. Yeah. There's other stuff there too. No, not that, not that I go there for. It's the Beastie Boys uh, famously, their studio was in yeah. Atwater Village for years. Oh, really? Yeah, right on Glendale Boulevard. Also, uh, Dave's Accordion School now defunct. <laughs> okay. Oh, Dave went out of business. I, I guess so. Or maybe he retired. Let's say he retired. I'd like to think Dave retired. Yeah. But the sign's still up. Mm-hmm. That's a great sign, I would, I would imagine. It's Oh, yeah. You ever take a photograph of that sign? Uh, I haven't, but others have. Will you? I will. Okay. I will. I bet you could look it up and there would be a Google image search. I'd rather you email it to me. Okay. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather me not have to do all that light work, but thank you. Yeah. Um, it, won't, right. it won't mean as much if it's not straight from your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go around the horn. Let's check in with everybody, see how they're doing. We'll check in with the Pop Culture Bees Info Desk, sponsored by dogpile.com. That's Garen Cockrell over there. Hello. Hi, Garen. Hello, hello. You went to what, WonderCon over the weekend? I went to WonderCon on Friday. Who'd you go with? I went with Eric, and I went with uh, Matt Donaher. Friend of show Matt Donaher. Yeah. He's so funny. How great is Matt Donaher? Yeah. So funny. What a nice young man, too. Very funny. Nice young man. I was texting with him this weekend because I, um, I had his... Remember when he brought the... A vegan pie here from mm-hmm. Magpies. Ooh. I went there and I love it. And so I had to text him. I'm eating your favorite pie again. Which kind? Which flavor was it? The um, honeycomb. Uh, it's called the the fried pie, but it's got <laughs> oh, like okay. honeycomb and uh, mm. I forget what else. But it's so good. We've got one in our freezer right now that we're working our way through. That nice. someone was coming over for dinner and they asked what they could bring and we just said dessert and they brought one of those okay. and it's just we are just working our way through it. Everything is great there. I, yeah, I never had a bad thing there, but yeah. You know what they say about honeycomb, right? It's good. It's big. Honeycomb big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not small. <laughs> no, no, no. Who says that? Honeycomb's got a big, big, big crunch. Taste, big, a big, oh. big taste. Big, big taste. Big, big taste with a big, big, big crunch. Big. That's an old cereal commercial. Oh, okay. Yeah. Honey, honeycomb bear. Yeah. I do enjoy a honeycomb cereal. I think they got rid of it, though. I think they did, too. I think somehow that yeah. got caught up in the, hey, we got to get uh, healthier cereals and somehow Man, but there's still cocoa crisp right there's still <laughs> fruity pebbles yeah. that's still possible yeah. but we got to get rid of the honeycomb it's yeah. got fruit in it you got to know that's not real fruit out there. <laughs> no I, I, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, did you find any uh, good finds or anything uh, Garen at the WonderCon uh, yeah there, I got a bunch of artwork donated for podcastathons so okay auction them off a lot All of right. cool stuff um, but yeah nothing Major, we just walked around. It was fun going with Eric and, and Matt because neither one of them had really been to one like that before. 
How does it compare to uh, like Comic Con or the uh, the Stan Lee one? Is it the, is it bigger in size, smaller it's in scale? Bigger than the Stan Lee ones, smaller than Comic Con. Okay, and yeah. I, I, the same deal where uh, stars of movies and television shows and that sort of thing will show up and yeah, but sort of a smaller, smaller state of scale, like yeah. fifth on the call sheet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody major there when I was. When I was there, you don't uh, automatically remember the most famous person in the places you go. (laughs) (laughs) We do play a game called Celebrity Sighting on this show, Emily. Oh, and I'm told from Garen Cockrell that he has one. Uh, All right, which means. Celebrity Sighting. Now you said you had multiples, but you're only giving us one right now? Well, one is the celebrity sighting. One is a friend of the show sighting. It's still celebrity sighting, but friend of the show. Let's go with the celebrity that's All right. that we don't know already. I actually <laughs> helped this person. You helped this they person? to the counter. I got their info. Right before they left, I said, just so you know, you're awesome. Big fan. Garen it's works at day. Barnes & Noble. <clears throat> and they said, oh, thank you. That's really nice. This made my day, too. And then they so left. It's a woman. Yes, it is. Right. So is it an actor? Yes. Is it a TV actor? She has done television. But also she, mostly known for movies? Emily, I apologize. We didn't tell you the rules. We now try to guess who this is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I picked up on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to participate. As yeah. As I'm point. trying to think of like a good narrowing down guess who question. All right. She's done both. Uh, is she, she as, has she left TV behind? Uh. For, she comes in now and then and guest guest parts guest roles. Okay, but is she like Christine Baranski? No, that was my not. guess. But she does. But nothing. she she is a regu- series regular. Yeah, right, she yeah, just showed that. up on a show that I think we watched. This woman did. Yes, and I can't remember which show. It is. What did she buy? Tell us what she bought. I think that's going to be a good clue here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you allowed to say this? I don't oh, know. If wait a minute. I yeah. actually don't even remember what she bought. To be honest, yeah, I don't think I just because it goes. Was so it a book quick. or a or a music CD? No, or it was a the art of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Has she been in the business for a while? Yes. So, would you say legend? It depends on who you ask. Oh, okay. Character actor or or yeah. leading lady? Yeah. So, uh, so over fifty. Yes. Would I be excited about this person? Probably not. It is not Patty the Pwn. No. <laughs> okay. No. Um, there's there's people who who definitely definitely enjoy her work and would recognize her and know her. And there's some people to be like, come on. Oh, huh. it's not Leslie Ann Warren. It is <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren. It is not. What? Come on, dude. Karen, how many times is this woman going to come up on this game? <laughs> That's the second time he's seen her in public, and we didn't care last time. Why did you do it again? Because I just thought it was really funny that I actually interacted with her. So now you had a chance to interact with Leslie Ann. Yeah. Yeah, Emily, I do you know who Leslie Ann Warren is? No, of course not. Of have you course. seen Clue? You actually, probably. Do have know. I seen Clue? Yes. She's yeah. Miss Scarlet in Clue. I think I would have to see a picture. It's been a while since I've you seen You will Clue. recognize her and you'll go, oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll recognize yeah. her. She's uh, very uh, easily recognizable and a very talented actress. Yeah. It just, uh, She's been in some good stuff. Celebrity is a strong, strong So word. next time you see her in person, every time you see her, you have to escalate it. Next time be like, <laughs> I talk about you on this podcast all the time. Yeah. I, uh, okay. I almost texted you guys and said, I just had the best celebrity sighting of all time. I want to I, I want to look that. her up. I need to see it closer. She was at Will yeah, and Grace, that, too. That was not yeah. a helpful picture at all. Oh, right. does she play uh, Grace's mom? 
Or, or uh, no, Will's was, mom? No. That's Blythe Danner. Oh, right. I would also be thrilled to see a lot in person. But no, she was Will's dad's uh, mistress. Oh, she's also one I of just, the big characters of Victor Victoria. I just saw yeah. her in something yesterday, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you see her in yesterday? I shouldn't oh, have brought it up. Damn it. Damn <laughs> I really shouldn't have brought it up. Damn it. Uh, oh, it oh. was uh, Veep, wasn't it? Was she on Veep? I don't believe she was on Veep. I don't, I don't believe she was. Playing uh, in, in, in the season premiere, playing the interviewer. Who played the interviewer who was interviewing oh, Jonah? No, it's it's that, not that's her. That's Elizabeth not her. Perkins, I think. No, that wasn't Elizabeth no, it was Perkins. Elizabeth Perkins. It's, it's someone who I always mix up with, Elizabeth Perkins. But I, I could not place someone it Someone is screaming right now. <laughs> yeah, who was that? Uh, who's the person that's like Elizabeth Perkins but isn't Elizabeth Perkins? Yeah. Uh, I might be wrong about it. Is it Congresswoman Maxine Waters? <laughs> <laughs> Seven? You know what I think Possible. it was? She's just started getting into acting. <laughs> she's just finally. starting. Why not? She's got the... Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be hard to look up. She's been on Veep before, I think. I, wasn't she... Um, wait, was she the woman that worked with Reed Scott's character when he was on... No, but it looked like her too, didn't it? Maybe it was her. This is just like a category of actress. Yeah. She's like... A, she, like yeah. Come on. Someone make this IMDb list of it, actresses who look... Right. Like... like yeah. Well, I have the list Leslie of, Warren. of the it, cast from that episode, but I don't know who you guys would be talking about. It's not Sarah Sutherland. No, that's the. Daughter. Oh, it is the woman who was on the who had like an arc where she was the host of that show, she, and she. With, that's what I thought. With, yeah. It was her. And with yeah. Yeah. yeah is yeah. it Mary Catherine Garrison? Probably. Yeah. Sophie. Let's see a picture. No, it's not Sophie. Oh. No, no Sophie's the no. daughter. Right? Oh, Sophie's the daughter. Yeah. Wait, then who's Catherine? My no, Catherine's the daughter. Catherine's the Damn daughter. It. Sophie is. Who's Sophie? Oh, maybe Sophie it is her. Is. I don't know names on that show. Uh, I don't know. 50,000 characters. <laughs> Nancy Ryan. That's the character. I don't know. Emily. It's not Emily. No, Emily because Ryan. that's Jonah. It would be in Jonah Ryan's family, right? Oh, good, oh, good call. Okay. That's probably his mom. All right. Well, yeah, it's, well, it's not. We got to figure this out. We'll figure it out. Garen didn't see the episode. I, I feel like <laughs> I didn't see it. Someone who's seen the episode maybe can. Don't they? Doesn't IMDb break it down by episode now? I'm, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, he's there. One. So you're just reading every name. Iowa. Okay. And so so just. I swear this name will jump out. Is it? Is it like that's what I'm saying? Mary it's Elizabeth not... Parker. Is that a person? No. <laughs> it's not. I don't think those. Uh, I don't think those three. Those names three names don't ever. I think Mary though. Louise Parker. Mary Louise Parker. It's not Mary no, Louise. No, it's definitely Parker. not her. It wasn't her, you guys. Come on, man. Oh Are you looking God. this up too, Emily? I'm. Yeah, I'm trying. We all have to get on this together. Right, I'm We're not going to solve this as a group. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Jane McCabe, is it? It could be Jane McCabe. Okay, yeah, it's Margaret Collin. Oh, it's Margaret Collin. Yeah, it's Margaret her. Collin. She she does look like Elizabeth Perkins. It's her, right? Yes. Yes. And yeah. she also looks like Leslie Ann Warren. Yeah, you're right. Okay. okay. Phew. All right. Well, we solved. Well, it. I still don't know who Leslie Ann Warren is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either, and I've been here a while. <laughs> well, we solved Great that. Great celebrity sighting. <laughs> and lost a hundred <laughs> listeners in the process. <laughs> it was worth but it, honestly. The guy, this is kind of the 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 guy who we know from the show. All right, tell us that story. Uh, so he comes up to the counter, and I hear him talking. And I go. I yell out his name. I go, blah, blah. I would know that voice anywhere. And he goes, oh, good. It's good to be recognized. And I'm like, wait a minute. You don't. Because you know what? The last time he was here, I don't think I looked the way yeah. I look. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's so why. And wait, this person's been on this show many times? This person is very closely related to the show. Is it Rich Summer? No. No, Rich. No, I did meet his wife, though. That's right. That also, I feel like Rich Summer's voice, you wouldn't be like, I would know that voice anywhere. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> really? Very soothing. Yeah. Right. Could, so your reaction wouldn't be, I know that voice. It would be like, I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. Oh, I know that. 
Uh. So is this person like like they they've been on the show many times? Yeah, but they're famous. Like how yeah. famous? But not famous enough to get recognized very often. Are they on yeah. one of these posters? Yeah. Okay. They've been have they been on multiple podcasts with them? Yeah. Is it John Ross Bowie? No. Is it John Hamm? No. Oh, is it uh, John Hamm is so that's famous. Spectacularly famous. <laughs> oh, more, not not as famous as John Hamm. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Is it legendary? I would say. You would say this person's legendary. I mean, in the business, in the comic business, in comedy, in the comedy business, stand up. Yeah. Legendary stand up. Legendary stand up. A bunch of times, and you on... would hope he would recognize you. He should. No. Like you expected him to immediately go. Yeah. Oh, Garen. Yeah. Huh. Is it Greg Barrett? No, but somebody bought his book the other day. Oh wow. He's got a new one out. You got a story about everything, don't you? I know. It's all <laughs> coming up. <laughs> uh, is this person older than forty? I believe. Yes. 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 He yes, used yes. the word legendary. Legendary, legendary in stand-up. In stand-up. I don't know that if he, he just walks down the street, everyone's Todd like, Glass? oh my God, that's that. But Todd Glass? He's he's a comedian's comedian, I think. All right, I would like a no okay, to Todd well, Glass. No, it's not Todd Glass. Thank you. He's a comedian's comedian. More famous than Todd Glass? A comedian's Pro- comedian. Well, probably. Well, he's done all those late our, night shows, I think. Our neighbor is. I, that's why I ask, because I feel like I can't trust Garen's. He's deeply <laughs> involved with, with the show and, and our annual events. This show? And the and Parcastathon. Now... Recently. What? Recently. The past few years, he's been a big part of Parcastathon. The last few years. Uh, uh, Wayne? Yes. Oh, Wayne oh, Fetterman. I was going to guess that. Wait a minute. You ran into Wayne Fetterman at the bookstore and he yeah. had no clue who you were. <laughs> I don't think he recognized I was going to guess that, bat. except when I said, is he over 40 and you paused? That made me think no, yeah. he you know was why? around for some 40. Reason, I thought, I, I, don't, I don't know what I thought you okay. said. And it, it, you may also want to Google the word legendary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that because he's been around forever. He's been teaching all the That's late true. night shows. How about journeyman? How about the well, journeyman? Yeah. journeyman? Yeah. Yeah. But I find it very funny that <laughs> he also didn't even really look in my direction when I said that. It sounds so like Wayne. Too. Yeah, yeah. What's so, what's so uh, deeply tragic about this story <laughs> is that not only did he not remember you, but... I don't know whether or not you corrected him about it being a celebrity sighting, but if you did, that means he thought he got recognized as a celebrity and wasn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What did did Ooh. was there a moment? <laughs> There's of, not. It's like either you corrected him or you didn't, and either way is it's sad for sad. someone. Sad. <laughs> for someone. No, I didn't because someone came up. Uh, oh, so he out, left and, there and, thinking, oh, I've got a fan. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was the best day of his life. No one listening tell him about this. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You guys keep it quiet. Nobody keep it quiet. And if you see him on the street, walk on by. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say, be like, Wayne Fetterman. I would know that voice anywhere. Hey, thank you. It's nice to be recognized. I would know yeah. that voice anywhere. Oh, and his, oh, yeah. Say the catchphrase, I would know that voice anywhere. Yes. And then he will start freaking out. Yes. Yeah. If he starts hearing that a lot, he'll be like, yeah. what is going on? Is it because of my podcast about the history of stand-up? Yes. <laughs> yes. Is, right. is that suddenly popular? <laughs> it's because of that. Yeah. Everyone's recognizing his voice. Wayne oh. Fetterman from Crashing? <laughs> hey. Crashing is the program. If, I'm, if, if Greg Fitzsimmons described it to me correctly, it's where the uh, 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 the no-name comic uh, annoys everybody, and then a famous person comes into the end and lets them sleep on their couch. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how the program works? Yep. That was, again, Greg Fitzsimmons' uh, uh, capsule. That was like season one. After that, did it change? After that, he gets an apartment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you write on that as well? No, you did no. not. Yeah, yeah. Did I watch season two? I think I did. I didn't watch season three yet. Okay, I, 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 I just don't remember how many yeah. there were. They had a season three, yeah, and, that, okay. and that's where it ended. Yeah, did you yeah. see it through? I saw it through. You I'm a completionist. It? I watch everything all the way okay. to the end. 
for the most part. Did have you watched the uh, the four part uh, Adnan on over on HBO? No, I haven't because I know I'll have to finish it if I start it. Yeah, you're not going to want to. Is it yeah. four? Is it four one hours? It's four one hours. Okay. So does it That's set out terrible. to be like? Uh, don't listen to Serial. He definitely did it. Uh. No, it, it's it's th- it's basically three episodes of them recapping everything you already like. If you don't know anything about it, maybe yeah. maybe it's good. Mm-hmm. But it, it's three episodes of like Danielle and I are just going. We're, we're just my wife Danielle. Yeah, uh, let's we have to watch this fourth one just to end this. Just to end it. It's, yeah. Uh, and then this is where his retrial is happening. Uh, point point okay. of order, Jimmy. Yeah. Yes, uh, counselor. It sounds. Watch the doc. Watch the doc. Love it. Nice. Who's that from? Uh, Matt will know. I'm trying to. I was. I was about to pull it up myself because this <laughs> is, that is our brand new doc, doc talk uh, theme. But although maybe only temporary. Uh, I don't know if it's temporary. I liked it a lot. It's pretty great. Well, we can have more than one. I can rotate. I would like to have it rotate because doc doc comes up often enough. It does, it's true. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. What? You, Why is no, now more than ever? Now Christopher, you qu- now, you're not wrong about yeah. that. Emily, do you think he did it? I haven't thought about it in a while. It's weird to be talking about it again. It feels like we don't have enough info, right? Mm. But I'm wondering if the documentary answers some questions about it, that. It makes it a little muddier. It do, it makes it muddier? Like, yeah. it makes it seem like it, there's more of a chance that he did it or more of a chance that he didn't more do it? More of a chance it. that he didn't. Yeah. Well, that that felt like the conclusion that Serial had come to. Yeah. And I also had heard that, like, after season one of Serial, they were like, oh, and then this other stuff that they left out of Serial was that uh, the guy with the rock-solid alibi who worked at, like, the Lens Crafters or whatever, his... His stepmom, his stepmom was yeah. his manager and right. could easily change yeah. his time card. Oh boy! Yeah. Yes, that was. His, I thought that was. I thought away. that was in the podcast, but it, but it definitely the story kept happening, and they were like, "No, we're done with our show. We're not going to." Yeah. But then they like later when they were doing a different story, they're like, "We got a couple updates for you." And, oh, and like, I didn't. I, I stopped listening. Yeah, and, I'm not a completionist with podcasts. <laughs> no, well, you were right. You, to, you finished that story. Yeah. I finished that story. Yeah, the, I, I, try, the, I try to finish out an arc. Yeah, if I can. The update yeah. was mostly Sarah Koenig going to one of his hearings and being like, "So I'm in the courtroom." <laughs> oh, is that true? <laughs> yeah. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Get out of there. It was really entertainer. <laughs> Did you guys see the season two of Making a Murderer? No. no. It's fascinating oh it is really yeah. but this is by different filmmakers yeah, right i think so yeah but it's uh, you I, I don't know it's what different happened. filmmakers and a different murder no Wha- oh it's the same it's the same oh, okay yeah. it wasn't the point they're like now we're gonna go in and say like maybe they did do it because like clearly the first show was supposed to be like these guys are mm, wrongly no, no. oh really he might be innocent really yeah which wait both of them or uh, which yeah. one because they go through and forensically test every all uh-huh. the env- evidence, wow. and it's all either suspicious yeah. or pl- it's very. Look, these are all hill people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to get too political here, but I feel like any one of these documentaries that ends without telling you who the murderer is should also say we should probably not have the death penalty. D- Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because That's fair. it doesn't matter how many podcasters we stick on it, we can't figure out the answer. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, I saw this documentary recently where the the these two podcasters went and interviewed a guy and he ended up getting out of prison and murdering him. The Wait, podcasters? What? what? Yeah. Murdered the podcasters. That wasn't they had some on of the his belongings, <laughs> took it back. And then he went and finished his. It was when you started that sentence. What, I thought this bit, was going to be a joke. Bit? I thought you were kidding. Yeah. 
like it was going to be about. I'm talking joke. about the new Halloween movie, guys. Oh, that we're two oh. podcasters uh, going to interview Michael oh, Myers. That's right. I, I, forgot. Oh. I forgot about the opening. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about when they rammed podcasting into that <laughs> <laughs> unnecessarily. This is the hot thing, right? Yeah, podcasting is hot. Let's put that with Mike Myers. Have you guys ever like definitively ranked the appearance of podcasting in other media? No, like oh. w- whether you like it or don't like it, I That's haven't. A- I was just seems like <laughs> you guys seems like a fun thing to do. You, you sort of lit up. I did. I found it very jarring when it was in Halloween. Yeah, I, I, it, yeah. it felt very forced to me. You think that's because it's the first time you've seen it? Maybe. Yeah, because it they did it very matter of factly. Like, look, this is just normal. Everybody knows it, what a podcast. It makes is, so. sense because that's what the new thing is now. Right. Yeah. But we've never seen that before so yeah. i think it kind of feels like oh. also that's what we do for a living so i think for yeah. us it seemed kind of contrived but it felt maybe. like it was making fun of us i took it mike myers but is that what making fun of me what everyone thinks when they see themselves in a movie like anytime someone's a carpenter in a movie there's carpenters being like this is so contrived oh. <laughs> but you don't a, make a table like that <laughs> Yeah, I'd say yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like we never use a three penny nail. You right. use a five penny yeah. nail for that. <laughs> People love to nitpick a thing that's like no one else cares about because they're like, "That's my expertise," and yeah. you're, you're all wrong. But uh, but this is also the other layer of it is that this is a very like a very small like people who. I mean, look, when we started making money doing this show, we were probably on a list of less than 100 people in the world who made money. No oh, question about podcasting. It. Yeah. So it's, it still seems weird to me that it's like now a real job because like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think of it. No, that we're way. not even in the top 100 of people who do this. <laughs> no, not even close. Nope. But we had that moment. We in the had sun. that moment. Yeah. Oh, do we have that moment? Like a cat laying on the driveway enjoying the sun. <laughs> yeah. We had it. Mm-hmm. And now there's a fucking litter in the driveway next to us. <laughs> Led by Adam Carolla's glasses. <laughs> Why is he wearing glasses now? I didn't know he was. Take them off. I'm guessing uh, degenerative <laughs> eye condition. Failure, yeah. <laughs> they look like a, they look like phony to me. They look like he's putting on a costume. Mm. The, are, do you think that there's some people who are too stupid to ever wear glasses, even if they need them? Yes, and that person's name is Adam. No, I'm not. I, I know that some fan is going to part us in another fight with Ace. No, I'm not. <laughs> not starting any fight with Ace. We're fine. All think, for humor. You think he made those glasses himself out of wood? I think wood? he did. I think those were wooden glasses. <laughs> yeah. I know he can tell you about it for 45 yeah. minutes to an hour. Yeah, you got to get a 20 cap of sandpaper from up this down. I have a terrible, that's a terrible impression of Adam Kroll. That was really good. Oh, oh wait, Emily enjoyed it. I, I thought gonna, it was great. I was going to no. agree with you. Mm, I didn't. Uh, Emily, on this very show, uh, at, on a live show that we did at the Acme uh, for Parcastathon, our charity event for Smile Train, which is coming up on March, uh, on May 4th. Yeah. Uh, Watch please, it at NeverNotFunny.com. NeverNotFunny.com. And of course, uh, donate to Smile Train. Uh, Adam uh, came on as a guest, and he happened to have uh, built the Acme Theater on La Brea. That's true. Oh. Uh, he built the stage. Uh, and With his hands? With his hands. Uh, he's so carpenter. he's the carpenter who he would is. be watching that yeah, and being yeah, like, they got the podcasting right, <laughs> yeah. but the carpentry wrong. Um, <laughs> and there was a stool that was still there that he made. And then he bench, he yeah. may still, a bench, he may still be there talking about yeah. that bench. And we had, to, we had to cut this corner off. It was, it went on yeah. and on to a room full of people and people on stage yeah. nodding, going, well, at some point the humor is going to come. <laughs> nope. nope. He's building to something. Yeah. He's and now building. he's just building a bench. <laughs> building a bench. Did uh, play on an Ario Speedwagon song? Yes. Speaking of documentaries, did you guys see? I think it's called "The Mysterious Disappearance of Madeline McCann." No, but I want to see this now. Yeah, it's about it's about a an English couple who's in Portugal. 
Oh, I did see that. I didn't watch it, but I, yeah. And their child gets uh, disappears. All right, that's enough. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. enough. It's uh, like six episodes, I think. All right. And yep. then, Matt, you saw the... Uh, I did watch... Elizabeth Holmes. The Elizabeth Holmes, uh, what's it called? The HBO thing. Uh, uh, perfect or... Looking for blood. Out for blood. The Inventor. The Inventor. The Inventor. What did I call it? Perfect. The podcast is called Bad Blood. Bad. I listen to the podcast. talk about the shotgun, yeah. the shotgun of those title guesses? <laughs> <laughs> what is the podcast was called Dropout? Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, yeah the dropout. Yeah. Bad Blood is the book. Oh, oh right, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yes, and the documentary. Get, the, get some synergy going. Let's, I know, kidding. All the same Let's thing. Keep it all. Yeah. But yeah, the the documentary on HBO is based on the book, I think, or okay. partly. But I thought the the podcast is way better. The documentary, I'm gonna just say it. It's not good. Did you see the documentary? I haven't seen it yet. I've heard it's not good. It's Where not did good. you hear that? For seconds ago from Matt <laughs> or previously? Yeah, yeah. In case anyone missed it. <laughs> Thank you for recapping. <laughs> I think people. it's unwatchable. It's really? it's a poorly done documentary. It's that there's, guy. there's some documentaries where you're like, oh, I'm just interested in this subject. I have no idea if this filmmaking is any good or not. Yeah, I, I rarely have that reaction. Usually, uh, any documentary, I'm like, well, you gave me the information I wanted. Thank you. Yeah. I, I like it. This one, and I, I know I was colored by the fact that I had listened to the podcast, but my wife had not, and you had not, mm-hmm. and you both hated it, thought it stunk too. So I have to assume I'm right. It is not good. And it's it's partly, it's that guy, Alex Gibney, you know, who yeah. like cranks out like 50 documentaries a year. Oh. I think he just like, he Wait, just. Wait, didn't he do. Uh, he did the Scientology, the Scientology one, Scientology which was good. Going clear. That yeah. was that good. That was really good. That, that was really good. Yeah. But he did something else that was. But again, I could watch anyone make a yes. sci- Scientology documentary 100%. and I'd be into it. Just, just yeah, di- injected into my veins. I want more info. Do you watch Leah Remedy's program? Uh, I have watched it. Yeah, I think great. it's great. And I listened to her audiobook oh. that she reads, which oh I God. highly How recommend. How thick is that accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she sounds a little drunk. And I feel like she throws in more cuss words in the audiobook than are in the real book. Oh, I, can't, really? I can't nice. know, but there's times when she's just like, and can I swear on here? Yeah. She's yeah. like, and I don't know what this fucking guy thought. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think it's written like that in the book. Right? This is delightful. That's anyway. Awesome. That's what, yeah. I love yeah. audiobooks that feel like they were kind of just riffed with like this. Yeah. <laughs> like that is awesome because it's like a totally different experience. Like, like she can't. forgot her cheaters that day. <laughs> right. She's like, I think I remember what I said here. Right. I know the story. I'll, yeah. I'll just wing it. Uh, uh, yeah, but this one, it's like, oh, God, it's just so unsatisfying. Um, it's really unsatisfying. That's the best way to describe that documentary. Yeah. it's What's weird about it is, and maybe it's the same thing with the Adnan thing, because it's also on HBO, that they both suck. Like, the filmmaking in the Adnan one oh, wait, is Wait, the not, Adnan one's not good? No. Oh. Oh, no, it's really poorly done. Oh, okay. And, um, but I wonder if it's because we're colored, to use your phrase of, mm-hmm. uh, your word, of having learned all about it in the podcast mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of knowing it all. Now, here's this person's... Take an idea. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's well done. And we're also, yeah, maybe it's because we're using our imaginations when we're listening to the podcast. We're picturing yes. things in certain ways, and then when we see it, That's, we're kind of like, yes. this person is not actually charismatic, and I kind of can't. Well, that yes. was part of the reason I wanted to watch it because you hear. Elizabeth Holmes in that podcast and you're like this woman's crazy she sounds crazy <laughs> like I just had to see and they keep talking about how men were so taken with her and she's yeah. like a seductress or something I'm like I gotta see what this person looked like and then you see it and you're like huh okay well, she's very pretty. I she, she is pretty one. but it's just kind of like she doesn't seem all that ch- like charming oh, or she's not charming but but everyone was but that's what they said I, no. I felt the same way about uh the 
the fire festival guy billy <laughs> yeah, mcfarland right. all of the interviews with people were there like he's just this really charming charismatic yeah, guy and yeah. then you see him on the news and he's just sort of like this twitchy repulsive little wiener yeah and yeah. you're like who was taken in by this yeah a lot of people a ja lot Rule. of people yeah mm. ja rule yeah Famous judge of character. <laughs> right. You know, that's you, yeah. guy never misses. You can so never get a passion. Yeah. Surprising. But this was like she had multiple former secretaries of state being like, here's my money. You're right. the greatest. And it was like, what? what it makes you... you scared for the country. <laughs> totally. <laughs> be like, who are we putting in charge? <laughs> yeah. But remember, though, these are a bunch of tech nerds that, uh, you know, a woman's talking to them. And that might be right. more than ever happened in their life. Here's the thing, though. I'm from the Bay Area. This whole idea that tech nerds don't get laid. They do get laid. They do. First of all, women outnumber men in the Bay Area, at least when I live there, like two to one or something. They had their pick and they have jobs and money. Like mm-hmm. if they want a girlfriend, they get a girlfriend. Yeah. OK. I don't th- I don't think I, I, I think they fuck plenty. All right. <laughs> OK. <laughs> all right. I'm surprised that's not the name of a startup. Fuck plenty. <laughs> it's just like a dating app. <laughs> it's plenty of fish, but just for fucking. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good pitch. <laughs> well, what, what's, what's the name of the ad company? Fuck. Uh, fuck Jerry. Fuck Jerry. Fuck Jerry. That's yeah. The, I don't. Mm. Those oh, now guys it's are, Jerry. Those media. guys are funny. Oh, those <laughs> guys are funny. If Ooh. I may, fuck those guys. Yeah. That was a who hires them today? Who goes? You know what? We got to get the fuck Jerry guys. Someone After everything is like you've seen right. in the yeah. news. A like, really slimy Don't they person? have to go out of business and then reinvent themselves? And... I think they're going to have to. I mean, it's But seemed they're like... really effective. They were, yeah. They were. They were but... I mean, they still, like, they lost a lot of followers, but they still, ha- like, they went from 14 point, they lost 300,000, but that made them go from 14.3 to 14 uh, million. Right. Uh, and I want to just say Meg Wright, who started that campaign, is awesome. And I think that that was really cool what she did. And it was really pure force of will that she was like, I'm going to try and do something about this Mm -hmm. because it really bothers me. Um, And it it did. It bothered them a lot. And I liked it. And it changed the way they do their business. But they they had all these other like side accounts that just didn't stop doing Right. The shady stuff. So yeah. I don't know. I think they're Can still you, making just, plenty of money. Because like some listeners might not know. Just explain. Oh, yeah. So um, Fuck Jerry is an Instagram account uh, that uh, for many years just would take screenshots of memes that other people made, crop out their name and then post it on their account as if they had made it and then not give attribution to the people who came up with the idea, many of whom were like professional comedians who would have appreciated the exposure. Um, And then they started, they started selling ads on their Instagram account and they became a marketing company and they pitched a TV show and they started making a ton of money off of the fact that they just found funny stuff that other people made and put it on their account and um, they also were one of the marketing the marketing team behind the fire festival right. um, so they're not like integrity people uh, <laughs> and they also produced the Netflix fire festival documentary yeah. that didn't disclose that in the documentary itself so, so they're still profiting from yeah. oh, this I didn't know that yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the one that doesn't implicate them in, in the crime right? <laughs> yeah. the other one's kind of like hey, these guys knew them. Yeah. yeah the Netflix one is kind of like we also were taken for a ride it's us <laughs> and right. these Bahamians right. are both both equal victims. Yeah, we are, we're, uh, the real, we're the real victims. <laughs> uh, but uh, Meg Wright, who is a fantastic 
comedy journalist who writes for Vulture um, was like, you know what? The only way that these guys are going to change their business is if we ding their follower count. Mm -hmm. That's their only currency right now. So I'm going to start an online campaign to get people to unfollow them. She was annoyed by the fact that she knew a lot of people who followed them. And so she started this campaign. Someone else came up with the hashtag fuck fuck Jerry as the hashtag. (laughs) And she like just really relentlessly went after them online and documented plagiarism and documented them being like jerks to people who called them out for their plagiarism, being really just like bad members of the media community and uh it had an impact they had to respond to it it got coverage she did like she single-handedly did something which is like very cool to see happen right now right sometimes it feels like there's so little that we have control over but to see something that makes you really angry and to be actually able to do something about it that that was pretty cool it is and she still spends a lot of time calling out plagiarists and people start going to her now being like hey check out this account that's like plagiarizing and making a bunch of money on ads that's Um, the disappointing part is because before them there was uh fat jewish or whatever yeah it was that was doing the same thing and he got shamed into sort of stopping but there's always going to be hundreds of thousands of accounts trying to do that and a few of them will will i think inevitably rise up and start to be profitable yeah and that's what you can't really shut them down before then because it's like what's the i mean everyone like just random regular people are going to be like taking jokes and pretending that they're it's their own joke but but i think the goal here is to shame them enough that you change the culture around what is acceptable because so often the response to these plagiarism claims was like well this is just how the internet works and it's like well if we say like hey this is not how it works anymore right then maybe people will stop thinking that that's just an okay thing to do can we take the huffington post back then (laughs) (laughs) what are you saying about the huffpo i mean that was built on essentially that same thing yeah just just aggregating aggregating, yeah Yeah. and and not giving any money to the people who originally created whatever they were making money off of yeah yeah, that's what they, they people love to call it aggregating. <laughs> it's just like, you're hey, just you're re- funny or you're, just... you're d- doing a good thing. I'm going to put that over here and one and put it all in one place for people. It's more aggravating, huh, Matt? <laughs> 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 Look, guys, we like to have fun here, but it's serious. I don't know why I was looking there at the camera. I'm looking at mine and waving, letting people know I'm proud of my shit joke. <laughs> Emily Heller is here. We're taking down people one at a time. <laughs> what we're doing here today. Let me consult my list to yeah, see who's, who's next. next. Yeah, who do you want to get next? Uh, I'm on board. Where do we want to take down? Uh, I don't really have anyone. I think people are cool. It was know. interesting that they would steal from like pretty famous people too, right? You know, like Dana Gould, I think, had something stolen by yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, maybe Patton, I forget, but there were like some big name people. That's the thing about all of these scammers, and we are in an era of scammer, scammer culture, yeah. like the Elizabeth Holmes and the Fire Festival, and yep. the and, and you the know, president the, and the president <laughs> and the yeah. fuck Jerry. Uh, is there's so much hubris involved that they will, if you give them enough rope, mm-hmm. they will eventually. Will they? So, a lot of them will. Will he? <laughs> <laughs> will he? I don't know. He. I think about that often. (laughs) Fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating. By that, I mean that it took 80 minutes for us to bring it up (laughs) (laughs) on this episode. (laughs) Usually it happens a little sooner. (laughs) Um, He's a good guy. Mm -hmm. Wishing a lot of luck. 2020 right around the corner, guys. Get uh, get your Trump hats out. Let's get out there and vote. (laughs) Atwater Village is pulling hard for him. I know know you got in your neighborhood. I know you guys got in your neighborhood. 
I just uh, see the coming civil war. I just see like the battle of the LA river where silver lake versus Atwater village <laughs> <laughs> cannons are being fired over that cement. Passageway. And someone's like, "Want someone think of the rescue dogs, <laughs> artisanal cannonballs. IPA is just launching across. <laughs> yes. Molotov cocktails and home brewed beer. <laughs> And it rains and everyone goes back inside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't risk the rain. We can't fight today, guys. Yeah. The river's too high. <laughs> and you know what? They, uh, they blame it on the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. what I added to Gotta that. Blame it on something. Sleepy fashion. All right, let's take a break. Emily Heller is here. We'll be back more right now. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Emily Heller is on Twitter at Mr. Emily Heller, MR Emily Heller. And uh, her new special, Ice Thickeners, is available on Comedy Central, the Comedy Central digital platform, whatever form that may take your phone, your TV, whatever it is. And also on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing just on YouTube. That's probably the easiest way. And uh, also check out her album, Pasta. Uh, a lot of great material there and uh and her podcast which she did not mention on the show but uh i'll plug it here on max fun she's got a podcast called baby geniuses check that out if you like uh learning things and laughing all that stuff jimmy pardo is going to be doing stand-up comedy at the ann arbor comedy showcase on april 12th and 13th then he's at go bananas in cincinnati ohio on the 17th and 18th of may uh jimmy and i are going to seattle as never not funny to do a show at laughs comedy club uh, on the 9th of may and um i always mention that uh, you should uh, subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com slash never not funny for clips of every episode enjoy the video that elliot pumps out on a weekly basis good stuff but finally the big thing for the next month is we're going to be telling you about podcastathon 2019 it's happening streaming live at nevernotfunny.com for 12 hours of great guests great comedy and a great cause that's smile train of course tune in noon to midnight pacific time at nevernotfunny.com to watch uh podcastathon there's gonna be a ton of great guests maybe we can tell you more about it as we get closer but you know how it works 28 to 32 ish great uh friends of ours uh, celebrities comedians actors musicians and uh it's all for good cause so please check out podcastathon on nevernotfunny.com may 4th noon to midnight pacific enjoy Hey, Earn It is an app that gives you access to uh, your pay as you work up at $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Why? Because life doesn't happen bi-weekly. Why should your payday? Yeah. I mean, you've got a, a lot of stuff going on in your life probably like we all do. And uh, you just never know when an unexpected expense will come along. Like It could be a, a vet bill if, you're, if your doggy gets sick or, uh, you know, maybe you have tickets to an amazing concert, you've someone you've always wanted to see. And, and you have a, a rare opportunity to buy those tickets. You just need to get them right when they come out. So now you can get the money you earn in your hands today with Earnin. Uh, Matt gave you a bunch of reasons why you would have to do it. Over three and a half million people are already uh, using this thing. They say things like this, Matt. When I think about earning, well, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Was that Casey Kasem or Johnny Carson or? It was Casey. It was Casey Kasem and um, Casey Carson. No, Carson's out. Okay, nothing to a Carson. Right. It was Casey Kasem and uh, the guy that used to do the Dodgers. Why am I? Oh, Vince Scully. It was Vince Scully. It was, yeah. it was a combination. Of, uh, it went Farber John. We talk about the Dodgers. Uh, so it was a combo of those two. Right. But I understand that it also had a little bit, a little bit. But Carson's over here. Uh, hey, download Earning today. 
That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That will help this show. Never Not Funny again under podcast, if you would, please. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin! Get your money now. Hey, we've got a new sponsor, Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. I always like we have a sponsor that we've already used prior to them becoming a sponsor. And it just is, they call that serendipity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then multiplicity is a, is a Michael Keaton movie that doesn't apply here. It doesn't apply at all. But you, as a Belknap family, you yes. guys use Greenlight Financial. We, we do use the Greenlight debit card. Zoe has the card. We have the app. Um, she makes money tutoring. Uh, it's like a l- little side hustle that she started during uh, lockdown. Is and that a side hustle or her only hustle? Well, her main hustle is school. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's it's not a paying gig, but it's, it's what her focus right. should be, I, I guess. Um, but yeah, she... So she makes money and and because of, uh, you know, the way the world is like she gets paid through Venmo to to Elise's Venmo and then and then Elise can put that money onto her Greenlight card and then she can use it. When she wants to go uh, out to lunch with a friend. Get a cup of coffee. Sure. I hope she's not drinking. Well, she drinks latte. So I guess that's a coffee. But yeah. (laughs) No no guessing. (laughs) I I was, I just didn't, I didn't like the idea that my daughter's drinking coffee. It seems Uh, seems wrong. You and I seem to be the only parents that think it's weird for teens to be drinking (laughs) coffee. It seems like an adult beverage. But every teen, my son doesn't, but... uh, you know, he keeps his temple clean. He gets a, you know, he gets a, you know, an alcoholic beverage. Like, of course. Like, a, like his old you know, man. Whiskey on the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, listen, green lights are a great way. It's a great way to go here. But the Belknaps love this thing. They don't stop talking about it. Off the air, Matt said, you know, one day it's only a dream of mine to have Green Life Financial be a sponsor. And I said, well, today's your lucky day. Well, it does. It just makes it easy to get your kids, you know, in this in this modern age where a lot of places don't even take cash anymore. It just makes it easier for them to go yeah. out and buy things. It also it's very useful in that it, it allows you to set things up like chores and then the, you can like auto pay when the chores are done or you can do that manually if you prefer. If you, if the chores aren't getting done, you don't want it auto paying them. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool features. Do like you that. give her a coffee break during those chores? <laughs> well, obviously, she's got to have her latte re- really sure. recharge. Absolutely. Now, Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids uh, and keep an eye on kids spending and saving. Uh, while kids and teens build money, confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's not just the Belknaps. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families to navigate together. Now, here's the call to action, Matt. Okay, I'm listening. You don't have to do it. You're already in. I know, but I still want to hear what they say. Okay. Uh, Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month for free. When you go to greenlight.com slash pardo, that is greenlight.com slash pardo to try Greenlight for free, greenlight.com slash pardo. I, you know, I know it's around that website. It looks it looks easy peasy. Uh, and the, as I said, the Belknaps use this thing. Greenlight.com slash pardo to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash pardo. Greenlight. Raise smart money, kids. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here. You know that because I've been talking. But right now, I'd like to talk to you about Robinhood. That is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees. So you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started. I managed to put the accent on the wrong word in every every word in that sentence. There is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. 
The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You could also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Now, here's where I can stop reading. Robinhood has given listeners of Never Not Funny a free stock. hey Like Apple. Yep. Ford. Mm-hmm. Sprint. Mm-hmm. To help you build your portfolio. This seems like a weird place to say this, but speaking of Sprint, mm-hmm. um, remember last week I, t- I gave that big long story how I had a little trouble with them, customer service wise. Yeah. They've made it all right. Oh, good. Everything's everything's uh, status quo. Then you're not actually, just, a, a little bit better, actually. You're not just saying that to boost the stock that you think they're going to give you from Robinhood. Well, I would only get lucky if I had the if they gave me the Sprint stock, and uh, I, I think it's going to triple just the fact that I'm uh, except that a part big, of the bump, right? A big wig like you. Oh, you're kidding me! I mean, the the, the FEC might want to investigate because it almost seems like you're tampering, Matt. When the number 144 podcast <laughs> is talking, people are going yeah. to listen. You're like EF Hutton, right? Mm-hmm. Now. You will sign up at pardo.robinhood.com. That is P-A-R-D-O dot R-O-B-I-N-H-O-O-D dot C-O-M. That is pardo.robinhood.com. And you will get that free stock. Could be Apple, could be Ford, could be Sprint, or something of that ilk. Something good. Robinhood. A better way to stock. Hey, Matt, uh, an old friend is back. Uh, You turned... Audio turntables. Ah, yes, the U-turn. Now, listen, you know that I love my U-turn turntable. I was just listening. In fact, I didn't I mention on this very show that I was listening to uh, some vinyl today? Or was that yesterday at the golf outing that I, that no, I was you listening didn't tell to? Us. You didn't tell us anything about your vinyl listening. I was listening to just two days ago. I was listening to the best of uh, Dan Fogelberg. On vinyl? On vinyl. Oh, man, that is a warm. Oh, boy. That's, a, that's warm on warm. Oh, that's like sitting by a fire. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. And uh, you're going to feel like you're on fire with the money that you're saving by in- investing in a U-turn turntable. They are an independent American turntable company and the maker of the Orbit turntable. All their ha- tables are built by hand in Boston, Ma. Mm-hmm. That's Boston, Massachusetts. U-Turn's vision is to make great vinyl listening easier and more affordable. Listen, I have talked about it before they were even a sponsor, my love of my U-Turn turntable. Yeah, you were big on U-Turn. You got in early on I, U-Turn. I did. They sound great. I, uh, I, 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 it's one of those things where you, you comment to yourself every time you go over to it. It's like, yeah, that's a good-looking table. Mm-hmm. That's a good-looking turntable. I'm happy to have this turntable. Yeah. Uh, and I wish I was making that up. I'm not. I, every <laughs> time I lift the dust cover yeah. and I put it on, I go, boy, that's a good-looking turntable. Yeah. Happy to have it. And I placed that Fogelberg, or today mm. I actually put it this morning was some meatloaf. Just got the. But you're still on this meatloaf. Thing, yeah, huh? I'm still on the meatloaf uh, kick. It's crazy. Yeah, so much so that I just bought a couple of more uh, from uh, uh, Amazon. My uh, my patience is wearing thin with the local uh, record stores getting in some the two meatloafs that I was waiting for because I kind of like the hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, the hunt is taking a little too long this time. Yeah. So I went to the Amazon. Also, then courtesy of that uh, gift card that I won at the golf outing. Nice work. So uh, now listen, speaking of making wise purchases, mm-hmm. U-turn turntables are the way to go. They start at just $179. They sound great. They look great. Look, you can mix and match. You can, uh, you want uh, different types of platters, different types of cartridges. Uh, they don't use veneers. These are nice hardwood plinths. Oh, Okay. I did not know you were going to be dropping plinth on me today. I didn't know I was going to either, but I now will say that every time I open up my dust cover. That's a nice looking plinth. Look at that plinth. (laughs) 
plus that actress Martha Plimpton. She is uh, terrific. She is very talented. Underrated, I would say. I 100% agree. Speaking of underrated, the U-turn turntable is certainly underrated. Yes. Uh, they got Best two- in plinths. They got a two-year <laughs> warranty on all products and industry-leading customer service support. Uh, if you ever have any questions, now U-turn is the leader in affordable audiophile turntables. And now... By going to this website, you go to U-TurnAudio.com, U-T-U-R-N-A-U-D-I-O.com, then use the promo code NNF. Okay. This time you're going to use the code NNF, and you will get free shipping. Mm. So that saves you a couple of bucks right there. Mm-hmm. That is U-TurnAudio.com. Use the promo code NNF. That is short for Never Not Funny, Matt. I, yes, I, that's what I call it. I do too. Whenever I, I like to save time, absolutely. I don't have time to type out "never not funny" for three reasons. One, I hate the name. <laughs> Two, I hate the name. Three, I like typing in NF. Mm-hmm. Uh, U-turn turntables are terrific. I have one. Garen has one. I cannot speak more highly of any product than the U-turn turntable. U-turn turntable, the official turntable of Never Not Funny. There we go. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2408. Emily Heller is here. She's taking time away from uh, Barry, which just had its premiere on uh, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Season two started. Yep. Very exciting. Very exciting. Right? Yeah. Part of that Veep, Barry, and John Oliver, that uh, triple play. That's a block yeah. of funny right there. Jesus. Is Game of Thrones back, too? I think it might be. It's eight, uh, no, yeah, no, it's in April, I think. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> that would really that help our up. numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, you guys are you're already uh, right there with the with the other two that I mentioned. I think we're I think we're doing fine. I think they'll let us keep going. You think so? You think now? I don't know what happens in season two. Yeah, uh, I mean the reviews so far have been pretty good. I've been following the reviews because yeah. it's you know you always hope. I've I've actually never worked on a seasons one and two of a tv show i've worked on a lot of season ones okay and i've worked on one season six uh so i've never had this experience of being like i well first of all i've never worked on a show that people liked as much as barry <laughs> um and so have it working on a show that people really like is pretty new to me and then working on the second season and being like oh there's pressure to oh. to k- keep it good for people but um I think people will like it. I'm excited for it to finally come out because I, I like I, I signed an NDA. I can't talk about what happens on it. Right. Um, well, I'm also going to tell you you can't talk about that because we haven't seen it. Well, yeah. Also I that. I, I mean, I haven't seen last even this week's yet. Um. Yeah. Well, and season one ended on a pretty dramatic thing, and yes. my my dad is always like, okay, here's what I think happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't answer. Uh, but I do tell my therapist because she's not allowed to tell anyone. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no, that you're ruining it for her. <laughs> I know. I asked her, I was like, do you care if I spoil stuff? And she's like, this is my job. Uh, and I was wow. like, okay, well, <laughs> I never thought about that being a, it, a, yeah, a kind of weird part of that. It's job. a weird, I don't think it's a part of many therapists jobs, right. but, uh, there may be a therapist in Los Angeles who knows how the Avengers movie ends. <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, oh, I've been living with this for two years. Yeah. <laughs> that's horrible. I, I don't mean, think I could. I mean, that's like the main reason why I could not be a therapist is I am terrible at keeping a secret. Oh, yeah. You run your mind. I would do that. Yeah. Guess what happened today? Yeah. This yeah. fucking guy. Well, you <laughs> had some recent practice, though. Me? With, with, this, with, yeah. your, mar- with your marriage. Oh, oh, right. Oh, that's true. Right, yeah, I practice. mean, I told a lot of people, just not <laughs> the Internet. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, indeed. So huh? do you talk here? And I don't want to get you in trouble, but do you talk to your husband about Barry stuff? Yeah, I talk to my husband about it, but I also like 
if it's like pertinent to like my day and like what we were talking about and you know I'm a very passionate person in the writer's room I argue a lot of for like the things that I want so if I'm like want to talk about that but there are things that I haven't told him about this season that I think are like will surprise him oh great which is good like I, I don't tell him everything yeah um and he doesn't he's like he's the type of person where he's not like he doesn't care if things are spoiled usually he's no. like I'll still enjoy it but if there are if there are like big I think there's like a there's a a, a twist in this season that I haven't told him about that I'm but maybe I forgot that I told him about. <laughs> we'll see when it happens, uh, what his reaction is. But, uh, yeah. Well, I'm even mad that you told us there's a twist. Well, of course there's going to be a twist. No, no, there doesn't have to be a twist. I don't know. If, okay, so maybe it's not a twist. Maybe mm, it's a slight Everything curve. that happens is exactly what you a expect. Curve a curve in the road. There's a braid, perhaps? A braid? Uh... No. What? Yeah, a braid? like a braid. a braid, like you know, oh, a braid. The pa- the pr- pattern of braiding a Why hair. Are like you allowing it, you don't know the <laughs> dynamic. We don't like him. <laughs> we don't like him or the things he says. It's, in the, it's in the casting. Uh-huh. Yeah, so when he says a braid, we all get mad at it, and the fact that you embraced it is infuriating. <laughs> I it wasn't personal to him. Please don't take that as a sign of respect. I just <laughs> I just wanted to say like, okay, well he's talking about a girl thing, so I feel right. like I I don't want you guys being like, don't talk about the girl. I'll be oh, like, yeah. I know what a braid is. Well, I, I understood the visual metaphor. Just to be clear, I knew what he was trying to say. I just did, did not like it. <laughs> of course. There may have been some, I think Garen maybe was a little confused as the word choice at all. It sounded like parade. It did sound like parade. Yeah. yeah. So there is a parade in this season of Barry. Oh, oh I look forward yes. to that. Yeah. Jimmy, you love a parade. You know I do. How many, uh, if, I, if I'm going to get trombones, how many am I getting? You got to have 76. got to get 76 to lead the big parade. Yeah. 110... Corn nuts, yeah. right behind. Corn I used man. to think that they were saying corn nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a production of that play when I was five years old uh, at a community theater. My entire immediate family was in a production of The Music Man. I love it. Yeah. Whoa. So me, my brother, my sister, my mom, and my dad. Oh wow! You all did mm-hmm. the, music oh, the Music Man. The Music Man. Hilarious. And, fun. and did your dad and mom have like lead roles? And you not were... not lead roles. My my dad was the conductor in the beginning. In the we got trouble, my friends, right here. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my mom was one of the pick a little ladies. Um, and I, then I think that like my sister really wanted to get gender blind cast as the little boy. And she didn't. And I vaguely remember there being like an article about it in a local paper. Um, uh, but no, we were all just members of the uh, the ensemble. Love it. Yeah. Did and you do a lot of uh, plays uh, like I that? I did a lot of theater as a kid. Yeah. And my sister was like a huge like theater actor person. And like she and I were in a production at that same theater of uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Mm. And she had a large role. She played uh, Hava. Who's the one who marries the the Nazi not the Nazi but she's the third daughter who uh, r- runs away with a guy All and right. I was the youngest daughter Bielke uh, <laughs> and are oh, you thinking of Perfect Strangers oh <laughs> yeah. yeah I misconception. I played Balky in Perfect Strangers <laughs> oh yeah well, that might that. be what you recognize yes, that is yes, exactly thank you it's also loved me. you and Brad Beverly Hills Cop too <laughs> <laughs> terrific there uh, thank you so much is actually the first yeah. one that's the that's the twist the and Barry is oh he may be in both <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you only liked him in the second one that's right God. the twist and Barry is that it takes place in the same universe as Perfect Strangers so oh. Balky shows up playing himself amazing yeah uh, <laughs> the great Bronson Pinchot. Yeah. Oh, I just gave it away. Can we bleep all that? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Darn it. 
Uh, we lose that content. What else? Give us the other shows you did as a child. Or uh, yes. how, how okay. long did you do community theater? Um, I did it basically up until I was in high school, and then I auditioned for my high school play and didn't get in, and then I quit. <laughs> um, and I started doing debate because I was like, someone needs to let me talk. Uh, <laughs> but I did... With, okay, here's the craziest thing. So when I was in fifth grade, 10 years old, I was in a play called The Dollhouse Caper, which was a Christmas play about dolls that come to life when the people aren't looking, before Toy Story, I'll, I'll say. Uh, and I played the mother of the dollhouse children. And uh, the way that the theater was set up was backstage was upstairs. So you had to go downstairs to use the bathroom. And during intermission, because it was a Christmas play, we had carolers on the stairs, so the actors were not allowed to go to the bathroom during intermission. Mm. So it's act three, it's the big climactic scene, and I, as the dollhouse person, am supposed to be standing perfectly still, but I'm not, because I'm doing my I Gotta Pee dance. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like really, it was like opening night, and the guy who was like playing my husband, who was like 15, saw what was happening, leaned down and whispered in my ear, just go. No. And I misinterpreted him. You thought he... I thought, because when you have to pee, and it sounds like someone is giving you permission, permission. you take it. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I've peed my pants many times before. I'm sure this will be no different. But it was different because I was wearing just like a dress and tights, oh. not exactly an absorbent. Yes. Oh. And so it just started getting on, like it just went on the stage. Oh. And I saw a guy in the front row see what was happening. Oh, like no. his mouth, his jaw <laughs> dropped. He turned to the person next to him. Like he involuntarily lifted his finger and pointed at me like, oh. <gasps> uh, and then I felt shame and ran off stage. Oh. And then th- we stopped the play. Uh, someone came out with a mop, and then we started the play up again and finished it. And which nobody is let crazy. everybody else go to the bathroom at that point. <laughs> uh, I, it, the, the events of that day were hazy, but I remember my mom. They had called my mom to have her bring me new underwear, and she came to pick me up. And I was like, "Please don't tell my older brother." And she was like, "I regret to inform you, I have already told him." <laughs> uh, but that somehow was not the end of my theater career. You continued on. I continued on, and I kept doing plays at that theater and one of my friends who had been in like the next play that they put on was like yeah uh during the uh during the introductions to like the like when they were instructing the kids about when the show goes on they were they would say stuff like uh and make sure you use the bathroom before the play starts we don't need another emily heller on our hands oh no they would use your name i was i was and like so many years later when i started doing stand-up i met someone who was in that play with me like i met he was from my hometown and we did the like who do you know like what school did you go to what camp did you go to blah blah blah. we eventually narrowed it down to we were both in that play he played my son and he was like i don't remember you and i was like i promise you you do i promise you you remember me i am the one who peed on stage and he was like that was you it was night one of a three-week run i had to just hang out with but to to those kids credits i was not bullied i wasn't shunned i wasn't like it was just a thing that's pretty incredible but i was far too old to have done that (laughs) well you got you had the permission I had a the permission. A year old said, go ahead. It was that guy's fault. <laughs> yeah, it was. Because when he says, just go, you, you're, you're never going to think, well, he means run off the stage. 
No. Right? Because yeah, that's too many. I, I, I didn't know that you could do that in a play. I don't I don't know that you can. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's crazy. It's a crazy yeah. thought because every everything in your mind and body is saying, like, I'm supposed to be here. I'm now. supposed to be here. I don't want the again. I care a lot about the audience not getting distracted. Right. It's the same reason I didn't announce my wedding. It's the same reason I pissed myself on stage. I'm a committed artist. Yeah. yeah. And, and and certainly we appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love that you became a cautionary tale in that theater. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Everybody has to hear the Emily Heller story. I want to know. I, I'm curious whether there was anyone who like heard my name in that context, remembered it, and then later has like like saw me on Conan and was like, that can't possibly be <laughs> right. the, same? the I, same. I heard tell of an Emily Heller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she certainly would not still be in show business after such a debacle. Yeah, it can't be. Impossible. Right? She pissed her career away. <laughs> hey, literally. Literally. Yeah, right. It just shows to goes to show. Don't give up, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Don't give up. We learned Kate Bush taught us that in that great song. Don't, Don't give up. Oh yeah. That, what's, what movie is that from? That's from a movie. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It that shows song. up in a movie. What is it? Is it uh, having a baby? No, the song in that movie is this woman's work. Maybe she did yeah. multiple songs on that. Yeah. No, nah, I don't think she did. I think you're right. I know you've got a lot of love left. <laughs> I know you've got a little love in you yet. It's a love it's it. an intense song. It's a nice Kate Bush impression. Yeah. Thank That's you very much. That's a duet with Peter Gabriel. With Peter Gabriel, yeah. What, but isn't it from a movie? Doesn't it show? Maybe it's not originally, but I want to say it pops up in a movie. Uh, the song was used during the end credits of the Bone Collector. That's exactly. The <laughs> it was used in Miami Vice. Yeah, ah, that's what I know it from. I'm, oh. not, I'm not kidding. From Miami Vice. That's yeah. exactly where I know it from. And I want to say it's on my Miami Vice playlist that I have. Okay. So, uh, well, you could take your phone out and prove it. Yeah, I, or you now, could keep running your mouth. Now I fear. <laughs> now I fear that I may have deleted the entire playlist. <laughs> Getting a text message. Oh boy! Oh, from the sound of vinyl. I shouldn't have right. prompted you. No, I gave you, you a permission. Uh, yeah. To go down the wormhole. Get that John Coltrane text. I did not. I got a Kiss Monster. Is what I got today. You know, I think I got rid of my Amy Vice uh, playlist. I did. Mm. All right. Well, things happen. It's crazy. You you delete things that I I don't understand. I don't uh, like a playlist. I, I like I like clean. I like cleanliness. Do you want to come to my house and do some work? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your place. No. <laughs> No, just my own house needs to be kept. Wow. Nice and uh, I'm tidy. S- I'm so bad at that. You're slobby, huh? Yeah. But if I watch Hoarders for like 10 minutes, then I will get to work. That gets you moving? Yeah, but I'm I'm so sloppy. I it's I'm, What about I'm Peter? He's not. He's domesticated me. Okay. He really has. I've had to like learn how to not be so truly disgusting. Really? Yeah. Are you comfortable saying what Peter does for a living? Uh, Sure. He works uh, at, what does he give a sh- shit if i say what he does he, he works for um crooked media uh he does research and does some okay. writing on their podcasts oh. and uh like uh love it or leave it and they use his research stuff on uh pod save america right yeah cool he's a he's a smarty does he like that john favreau i think so i, I don't think he works super closely with him okay. he he works from home a lot i see he works more with uh, john lovett than with mm-hmm. john favreau does he like the actor director john favreau <laughs> You know, I haven't checked in with him about that okay. in a couple years. Um, Do you like swingers? No, he didn't, he didn't like swingers. I don't. 
I don't think he connected with swingers okay. the way other other people yeah. did. I think he was a little bit young to I feel like he identified with those characters. Very much and, of the late 90s. And I think he probably is. I, I don't want to speak for him because this is such a personal question. It is. Um, but sorry, I, I do feel do like uh, the culture around swingers and how people quoted it, I think is probably something he wouldn't enjoy. I 100% agree with that. <laughs> yeah, Sounds like he might be money, man. <laughs> oh, He's money, baby. Money. I mean, I know for a fact he hates it when I say that. So I'm extrapolating. <laughs> sure. Boy, that was very of the time. That yeah. movie. Very few. Yeah. Well, and, and if it weren't, if it as if it weren't going to be very of the time anyway, they're like, let's go ahead and put that uh, swing dancing stamp oh, on here yeah. so that everybody knows it's 1998. It's 1998. Yeah. yeah. Oof. I was. I was. I was in eighth grade. And I was fully into the swing dancing thing. Mm-hmm. I took classes. I thought I was going to meet guys at swing dancing <laughs> class. <laughs> Weirdly, no. It was me, my other 13-year-old friend, and then a bunch of middle-aged women, oh. and one guy there with his wife. What? I don't know why I was like, there's going to be some eligible middle school boys <laughs> at this swing dancing class. <laughs> but no dice. No dice. No, but you had, uh, certainly you got uh, some tail at the uh, community theater. <laughs> no. No. Not there either. I, you know. Nobody I wanted to have sex with pee pants? Apparently not. Even though I was like, clearly I have no shame. This should be attractive to someone. <laughs> yeah. Very free with your body. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> who wouldn't want that? That was the fun spin. community theaters. You, uh, you, met, you met somebody. You, you got to have... I think that's more like college theater. High school I did community theater, theater and uh, always had to. Uh, really? You hooked up? Would hook up with some Well, folks, I yeah. imagine like a straight guy doing community theater. You've got is, is welcoming. Yeah, you've got your pick. Yeah, right. I guess I don't know. Were you in? Did you do that in high school? I know you did it after high school. I did community theater after high school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Prior, I just did you know in high school. I feel like I am not a good judge of this because I also have a history of going into situations where uh, most people hook up with someone and I cannot make it happen. Oh. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I'm married. Fine. Yeah. It's okay. It's over. <laughs> it but like I did that birthright trip to Israel, didn't hook up with anyone. I was a camp counselor for years. I never hooked up with anyone there. I went to a drive-in movie with someone and didn't no. make out. Like no. I am not a closer. No. <laughs> <laughs> So it could you could be right. It could be a place where I should have met a guy and I didn't. Well, you, but, but by your own, uh, there's just a one middle-aged man with his wife. Uh, there exactly. Was, there was no yeah. chance there unless you wanted to experiment a little bit. Yeah, and I think that that probably wouldn't be wouldn't have been good. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I just focused on the Charleston and 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 tried to figure that out. And were you good at it? I think I was okay. Yeah, okay. I think I was okay. Can you still like if if you were called upon? Could you do it now? Uh, the Charleston I can still kind of do. I still kind of vaguely remember that. What song ones. do you need to hear? <laughs> what song do you need to hear <laughs> to get you, you get going? Uh, I just need someone to to prompt me uh, to do it. If I'm just sort of standing around and no one else is dancing. So oh. Elliot annoyingly humming that didn't do it. No, no, that no. wasn't enough. I'm, I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> well, we're going to get you out of that chair. You're, are you seriously going to make me do it? Uh-huh. Oh, I mean, we're boy. not going to make you. You do it if you want to. I but Okay. Well, see, now I feel like someone's going to be like, you actually suck. What song do you want? What song uh, do you want? In the mood? Uh, Does that help you with this? What's that one that plays when Pugs Bunny's working at a factory? Yeah, that one. Um, oh, I can't remember. 
How about I, in the mood? I, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where do I where do I go? Well, hang on. Well, don't, don't do anything yet. I got to find the music. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to put in swing dance and then hope that in shared playlist. There we go. Sooner, uh, oh, wait. No. Perfect. Oh, my God. I hope I'm correctly remembering what the Charleston is. <laughs> Uh, how about in the how about potato chips? Will that help you? I don't know. Here That's it fun. comes. Here comes potato chips. So, do you want her to face the other way? Face. Yeah. So stand next to Jimmy. Stand next to Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of slow. Can you? Yeah. All right. Hang on, faster? Emily. I apologize. Here's baby can dance. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Got the kicks and everything. Love it. Nice. Love it. Well done. Well done. And I think I'm, for being rusty, that wasn't that bad. I thought it was terrific. Great. Yeah. Thank you. I think you should be very proud. Thank you very much. Um, I come from a not not super <laughs> not super like talented dance family, I would say. Not, nothing against my family. I just say like, when I learned like a couple moves, my mom was like, you're an amazing dancer. Oh. And I was like, I don't think I am. Because I also had a friend in high school who was a professional ballerina. And oh, she taught God. me like one or two ballet moves. And then when I was hanging out with her and her ballet friends, she was like, hey, show them the moves that I taught you. And uh, no one has ever laughed that long. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, did, not have, did not have the knack for that. It's also really embarrassing how out of breath I am. <laughs> you were doing a lot of moves. You were doing a lot of moves. I think the song you were trying to get might be Powerhouse. Let's hear it. Uh, oh, I didn't. I wasn't prepared for that. Hold on. Uh, no, not that. I'll get it. I got it. This is the song from uh, the Bugs Bunny. Yes. All right. Let's so. hear a little bit of that. No. Well, it hasn't. Wait, it hasn't started. It all, I Here it comes. Here it comes. No. Nope. Nope. No it, way. No way. It's not the one we're thinking of. No, it's no. not, is it? You had it before. It's the... Wait, that might be it. Yep, that's the one. What is that called? Same thing. It's just it late, is? Later in the same. It's just a long-ass song. song. Elliot, yeah. we all apologize. That's all right. I thought I was also wrong. So I don't apologize. I don't oh. either. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I, I sat here quietly and let it happen. They all apologize. <laughs> nope. No. I apologize on your behalf. No, please don't. All right. I, I please don't speak for me. <laughs> it just got cold in here, right? Is that possible? Did the a little bit. Just kick on? I felt it. All right. I don't know. I just got a real workout, so I'm feeling <laughs> a little overheated. I mean, the thing on the wall says it's 76. That's not... I, I consider that trombones. The trombone situation. That was another great fantasy oh, baseball yeah. name. What was the other one for me? The others? The something of keys? What was that? What, uh, I wrote it down. Hold on. What did I say? Because I, I do. I think futzing I, with keys. Futzing with keys. Futzing with keys. Or the trombone situation. Futzing, futzing is uh, also a really good uh, Scrabble word. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh, boy, if that comes up. You got a G, a Z, an F. That's a lot of points a, right there. A U is also like a high-scoring vowel. Yeah. yeah. As far as the, the vowels go. Sure. I would stupidly hold those to the side, hoping that at some point I'm gonna I'm gonna get futzing, and it never happens. And it never and then happens. I lose my. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's how I would do that with words with friends. What I play, yeah, it's a very popular application on your telephone. I, I use it quite a bit. I just learned. Do you ever use the lightning bolt on words with friends? I, I don't know. If I know what the lightning bolt. bolt does. Okay, there's a couple of other things that I've used. Like you can look and see where words can appear. 
Yes. Yes. So here's the the lightning bolt is it's like it's free. It's not like you don't have to use a power up to use it. But when you place your tiles on the board. Yes. If you like before you hit play in the upper left hand corner of the word itself that you just put down, there's a little green circle with a lightning bolt in it. If you click it, it shows you whether that's the strongest word you can play. What? It shows Whoa. you on like a bar, like looking like, it looks like a, you know, a cell phone reception bar, but there's like yeah. 10 little bars going up and it'll fill in all the way to the right if it's the most, if it's the strongest word uh-huh. or it'll be like a third of the way if you can play a oh. bunch of more strong words. And it, if you have stumbled across like the best word you could play, it's amazing. And if you haven't, it drives you it insane. Drive you, it would, that, that, I don't it's know if I like this. Absolute torture if you can't figure I out. I think the I've right seen word. that, but I didn't realize that's what that was. So, I I've been playing this game for years, and I figured it out like two weeks ago. So you can do it on every word. On every like word, free, and free it's use. like you huh. never. It doesn't use any power. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if it's a new feature. It might. It it's, might have been there, but it's something. I mean, I've seen it like a couple times over the last six months. But I, like I said, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I'm going to look again right I now. haven't played that game in years, but since, it definitely wasn't around when I was playing. Since we're talking words with friends, have you guys noticed the, the new beta the beta game that they've added? No. Where, so you, it's, I don't remember what it's called, but basically it's two teams of five players. Oh, the lightning round lightning thing. Lightning round, yeah. I don't understand how that works at all. So basically... I, I did it once, but it's like... It's fun. It's a little, it's a little harrowing. Yeah, but you because you, you have to do it's a speed game. It's a speed game. You get you get your letters. You put a word. Then another. Uh, then you get letters for another board that somebody else has already played a word on. Your team is all working together to try to get the most points, the fastest to get to seven. So you play it all in one sitting. Like you can't well, leave. I only right. got like two moves in, and oh, then wow. like, uh, and then it was over. And then it was over. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Do you play the uh, the the event ones where I it's do. like? Right now, it's a comedy theme. Oh, I didn't. Know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just finished. Uh, we uh, just finished the St. Patrick's one. I yes, just, we I just finished the, the St. Patrick's one. So right now, the like I forget what it's called in the game. It's like oh, the like the laugh lounge, the, the seasonal. Laugh. Yeah, but the uh, what's the first guy's name? Where, where you oh, play April Fools? Really? Yeah, it's the laugh festival. Mm-hmm. The laugh festival, and so you play against these fictional characters. The first one's bombing Bernard. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just took Bernard down. Yeah, uh, the second one is nervous Neil, and he's like doing the goal <laughs> then there's a uh, prop comedy pearl All right. who's holding a giant toothbrush wearing rainbow suspenders and like a blossom hat mm-hmm. uh then court jester jim who somehow is a more valuable comedian That's than her should be That's uh, just better, no. just better at scrabble yeah <laughs> slapstick stanley vaudeville victor on the road rick no it's traveling comic uh Hacky material. <laughs> I, I mean, if they really knew, they would call him Road Dog Rick, right? You're right. Uh, Shock Jock Selena. Okay. Late Night Lane and Witty Wanda. You can, and that's the top. And that's the top. She's going to be the hardest to beat. She's going to be the hardest to beat. And I, base, I think that character's based on Wanda Sykes. <laughs> wow. But they spelled it W-O-N-D-A specifically so you wouldn't think that. Oh. Wanda. I thought that also. Keeping me on my toes. Yeah. I kind of it's a little annoying that there it seems to be like going up in like uh, value judgment of the type of, of the type but of it comedy. doesn't end with like arena selling out arena yeah. Hardy or something tank top Dane yeah well <laughs> well it is like late night lane mm. and it's like late night host but yeah, then that's but then witty Wanda witty is Wanda's even one. above it what I like she? that their implication that's like well yeah I mean you're not gonna put a sellout at the top of the list yeah. it's about the comedy right okay <laughs> Wanda's witty 
But also, I'd like to point out, I mean, Words with Friends has a female late night host. (laughs) And the real world doesn't. (laughs) Mm, Well, Busy Phillips. That's true. You got your one. Be happy. And Samantha B. Samantha Samantha B. Lily Singh's going to be doing the. Yes, I saw that. Taking over for uh, uh, that uh, dollar. What's his uh, name? Carson Daly. Carson Daly. Thank you. Carson Daly, who. Known for comedy. Uh, known for comedy. Also, the like drinking the same potion as Paul Rudd to look the same forever. Yes, mm-hmm. I watched an episode of that show, and he wasn't even on it. Yeah, that seemed <laughs> yeah. to happen a lot. I, <laughs> like, I think <laughs> like he would just not be there, and yeah. no one would comment on it. It would just be like, yeah. doesn't matter. It's just all voiceover. Like, where, where's Carson? What's happening? Yeah. He's busy with the, uh, that other program. He was just seeing the if voice. anyone would notice. <laughs> and they did. Nobody did. Nobody did. <laughs> what, what celebrity athlete did he grow up with? Wait, is that true? Yeah. All right, hang on. We got. We have to end this. Oh, you want this gift I got? Wait, what? This gift I got? Oh, Probably. okay. All right. What do you uh, got? I'll show you this. It's a shaky gift. Uh, you know, he's had a rough few months. I saw this was coming out, and thanks to our friends at Talking Pops, they got it for me. It's an exclusive Emerald City Comic Con, so I figured he'd like it. Thanks well, to thank those you. guys for getting it. Uh, 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 do, I, do I open this and show this? Yeah, go ahead. All right, you this better. Is, I can't be left hanging here. Uh, this. Oh, look at this exclusive, uh, Mister. I, I can never say this name. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah, Picklets, Miss Picklets, Mister Mix of Pick Pickles. But that's Oliver when is it for Halloween two? Halloween's ago. I think so. This yeah. year he was. Who was he this year? Boomerang, Captain Boomerang. Yeah. And then last the year before that he was this fella, my son. That's cool. That's awesome. My yeah. son is twenty seven years old. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, my pleasure. He will so, love this. Thank you. Yeah. That's very nice. I like so that box. That special I know, look at pop this. figure box. The way that it, uh, it kind of opens up. Uh, like a You're doing an unboxing video right now? <laughs> sure. And ASMR at the same time. Yeah. Oh, take a look at that. Look at that. I'm going to just put it's... those flaps back down again. I'm going to close that back up. Look at that. Like it's going to own the tomb. I can't see anything <laughs> at all on camera because then the look, at, look at the way that that just goes in there ever so slow. Penetrate the box with the flap. You joke, but this is doing it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing better than AMSR. Nothing. The the father. Or ASMR. (laughs) What did I say? ASMR. I knew what you meant. We all knew what I meant. AMSR is a fantastic. uh, Did you you feel good about yourself? You gave me a prize. You shut the fuck (laughs) up. The father of the other young man that Oliver was with. Oliver is my son, Emily, uh, in the golf tournament. Uh, His name was Scott. And uh, he had a voice that I did not want him to stop talking. Oh, yeah. Every time he was, you know, Gavin, I can't even do it. You know, Gavin's only been playing since he was nine. He's like, uh-huh, keep talking. <laughs> my, my head is tingling. Oh, so, That's right, man. Scott. That's and, right. Was he a resident? What, what else does Gavin do? And you're like, open this box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do something. God, he was brushing my hair for do you me. Feel, do you feel guilty in those moments? Because I'm always kind of like, I, don't. I feel a little, yeah, I don't know. No. I, re- I didn't, before I knew what it was, I used to just like get manicures a lot and I do not like manicures oh. but it would trigger me and then if they didn't trigger me I would be like that was a bad manicure oh I can't <laughs> put my finger on why it is so weird that uh, we all, apparently all lived lo- lives for years <laughs> before knowing all, what this all, was yeah all having not not everyone has it but like I definitely remember hearing the podcast episode or whatever it was where they started talking about it. I was like holy shit what that's a thing like other people have that and I never even thought about it so strange. Yeah. Such a strange thing. Uh, yeah, I I agree. Okay. Good. I when I 
found out what it was and I figured out like how much of my life had been affected by it. I was like so excited and I called my parents and I was trying to explain it to them and they were like, are you high right now? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, but that's not related to what I'm talking about. Because so they didn't if, have if it. people don't know, they don't know what you're talking right. about. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very unsatisfying too. Yeah. And I've met so. people who are like, they think that that might apply to them, but they refuse to watch any of the videos because they think it's weird. It is weird. It is weird. But I'm like, why would you deny yourself? Why would you deny? Right. Yeah. Let just, that Russian woman just, talk to you and be, yeah. feel good about yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. Otherwise, you're just going to go to like restaurants and ask the waiter to like keep dishing your food out for you <laughs> or just tell me more about the specials yeah tell me everything about the specials we've got a wonderful salmon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 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 by the way I'm never ordering the salmon yeah. but he could talk about it at length <laughs> lately I've been watching these um, for some reason the thing that triggers me the most is like just people talking about shit that's not real like like you know like Reiki or like you know spiritual oh. cle- cleanses yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that where I'm like I zero percent belief in this mm-hmm. but i love hearing you talk about yeah. it like psychic readings have always triggered me and things like that yes. to the point where i was like i think it might be real and then i found out about asmr and i was like oh no it was just triggering me and i was right. like that's why my body is reacting but there's this woman Whoa. in australia who does kinesiology which i don't know what it is but it's like she like just like moves her like moves her hands really quickly over her body and is like oh yeah you definitely have a virus and it's like there's no it's not a real diagnostic tool and you look at the comments and every single person is like this is bullshit but it totally gave me ASMR (laughs) like I don't know why she keeps posting videos because all of the comments are just brutal about her life's work but like but but I fell asleep (laughs) she also probably has like 20 million views yes she's got so many views yeah I, I something about I've tried to put my finger on this so many times, but something about people trying when they're not good at something that oh, that's and the it's, amateurishness. Yeah. Like the like, Oh, look at them try. They're really just like, <laughs> yeah. like it's some like, it's like heartbreaking, but also it, like, like kind of inspiring. When for someone's some doing a bad accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause part of it for me, I think, and I don't want to over, I don't want to dissect the bird or whatever, but <laughs> part of it is it's like, it's the effort that they're expending to trigger you. Right. That feels like in addition to the personal yes. attention that you're getting, where it's you're like, like, thank you for trying. Like I appreciate your effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they're yeah. too good at it, if they're too polished, yes, that's, yeah, that doesn't, it doesn't work. work for me. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's like yeah. You, you've 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 crossed into a professional zone that I yeah. don't like anymore. And again, just the more you talk about it, the more it sounds like you're talking about porn. Where I'm like, <laughs> I like the amateurs, I like the new people, just before they yeah. really learned about it. Yeah, like really young. Oh, sorry, the, no, yeah. hold on. But no, like the kid ones. I really love the kid ones. Wait, what? There's a bunch of kid ones. There's oh, a toddler who makes the video. I'm what? Not, no. in, not into it. But no. she's just like, I'm just going to brush my Barbie's hair. Oh, God. And she's got a Barbie no, doll. I can't. I, I Not I into e- it? I, I don't even like knowing that that exists. Me either. I don't, somehow I haven't seen that. That's crazy. There's a bunch of kid ones or like middle schoolers who are like, they watch the videos. They make mm-hmm. their own videos. It's like any other YouTube video right, that right, middle right. schoolers make. I don't think I could watch that. Yeah. yeah that's I, that's fair. Should I not have admitted that I watched this? <laughs> no, no, I think it's okay for you to admit it. But uh, like if, a, you know, it does make me sad how often the ones with like middle school, high school age girls start with them apologizing for not wearing makeup. Yeah. That bums me out. That is a huge bummer. Yeah. yeah you're going there for joy. Yeah. 
I'm going there to chill out. Yeah, nothing better. But also, you know, put on a fucking eyeliner. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta look at this. You knew the camera was gonna be on. Why are you? Uh, Emily, thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. The name of the special is? Ice Thickeners. It's available on Comedy Central and YouTube, you say? Yes, Comedy Central Digital, Comedy Central's digital platforms, their app, YouTube. Uh, Yeah. And I have an album out called Pasta that's very similar material. Wonderful. Yeah. Nice. And again, the special was directed by Kulop. Yes. She did an amazing job. That's awesome. Yeah. She was great. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, look at them over there. There's Garen Cockrell behind Mission Control. There's the Human Ground out. Ellie Hoberg behind the dashboard. That is uh, Matt Belknap, our friend Emily Heller. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast, AK-47, Gone, Not Forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. <laughs> <laughs>